1: All the time and he, was he
2: ain't, like, uh, he ain't. A, oh, we oh, we oh, oh. I, can you just say like five, four, three? How you doing? I'm Louis Dix, I'm Jeff Arnold, and you see, we're back another week. Um, the car is still working. Hello, everyone out there. What name of the what's
1: What's the name of the show? It's
2: in a man's world, in a man's world, tighten up your belts and all that other stuff. Well, well, well you now
1: you can't say that line,
2: he don't have that line.
1: Yeah, that's his line. You that's, can't say he's that.
2: gone, that's no, not he's not, he's still in spirit. Can't say he's gone now, because comics are dropping like flies. Don't put his name up there. Can he I put it? Earn, No, he ain't earned that. He ain't, no, ain't nobody begging him. To, you know, he staying in his little hole. Nah. Yeah, he ain't that. He's funny, but he ain't, uh. Okay, enough of that. Hey, um, we got a great show. It's, um. Allegedly. Yeah. Eight days left until
1: Christmas. Are you ready for
2: it? I didn't get a tree, but um, I picked up Peyton last night. She flew in.
1: How's baby girl doing? She's
2: good. She cut her hair again. She oh, Short wow. black hair. She looks cute. Um is she
1: bald now? No, she's not
2: bald. She, oh, got, okay. she, got, she ain't Jada Pinkett. She's got She's got waves now. And I just love hugging her. So we uh, picked her up. She got in at 1150. Um, airport is crazy. As it should be this time and, of year. Yeah, but remember remember how you and I had the thing where we would, if you arrived, we would go up to arrivals. Right. I mean, up to the party. It's faster. Right. Instead mm-hmm. of dealing with that. You know, I tried to do that with her, but she was all confused. Kids, if I had sent her a text, she probably would have got it. But just verbally telling kids to do things—they yeah, can't—they don't understand that she didn't grow up in the slick world of going up and doing this. And
1: but you got to find a new method, though. I found a new method. What? We take minds to the um, taking my wife to the airport. Oh, that's right, cause she's yeah, she's flight attendant. So what we do is now is go to the Hilton or to the Hyatt. And then what? She shuttles.
2: Well, I used to do that when I, yeah. if, if I didn't have my car, I would park and then jump, go to the rental right. car place and drive. And she but, hates
1: that. Well, I mean,
2: they, they, they get to hate anything, but, uh, it's so got me off here. we're, we're excited. Um, she's in town. So she, and it's funny cause you know, I had the conversation with her. I was like, Hey, so, uh, how's Laurel, you know, a partner. She says she's fine. And, cause she's going to be here for like three weeks, almost a month. And I'm like, you guys okay? She's like, what do you mean? I was like. You guys not gonna see each other for a month. Well, that's we busy. We just, that's the new millennial exactly. thing. Yeah. That's the so thing that they not can. And like
1: you, jealous and all of that. You know where you at? What you doing? I'm not jealous
2: anymore. I used to be jealous. That was a bad habit. Um, and look at where it's got me. But at least I have found somebody that we're not jealous at all. I, I had a little moment the other day because she came home really late. Wow. And um, and I knew she was working. And but was you blowing up her phone? No, I don't do that anymore. But I I I was working too. I was. Huh? <laughs> so I was working too, and so it was like after one because I was putting the show together. So oh, okay. it takes me a long time to type and print and all that stuff. So she was like, "I'm on my way home," but she always says that, but she never leaves. So I'm right. leaving the office now, okay. and I'm not worried about it because she got a Glock. So I'm like, "Hey, okay, you'll beat me there because you're right downtown and I'm way in the valley." So right. of course I get there and she's not there. So I get a little like, "Hey, you know, if you tell me you're gonna do something, you do it." Stop pacing. No, what I did was I went in the crib and then I knew she it's hadn't like eaten. Sucking your lips like no, I got a little upset, but then I was like, Okay. I knew it's she hadn't upset. eaten. So I said I caught myself. I was like, let me make her something to eat. So I made her some tacos. Oh, wow. and so when she came in the did food that piss was her ready. Off? No, she was okay. she was so thankful. She's hungry? No, that's what I was supposed to do, as opposed to the normal thing of trying to question her where she'd been and just No, you know, I knew where she was, just the fact of that whole thing about um I don't know what it is. We, we men, everybody's got some things that they just have to get better at in relationships. And I'm getting better. When you, when you care for someone, love them, you, you're better at it. You get better at not pushing certain buttons and, and checking yourself. I think that's the most important thing about Do you notice that you've done that since you're in love more now? Do you check yourself? you check your attitudes? Yeah, I mean,
1: but my, my wife is like 15 years younger than me. So I have to, you know, go with that. Which is, does it normally, so the I mean, sex you know, is different? I mean, I mean. Because you're for old. Her it is. You're old. No, I can go. I can go.
2: <laughs> you and that, Baby, that call 16 in ounce because, of water.
1: Yeah, call in. To let them know how I break your back. Oh, Lord. You know? that's, so,
2: yes, I, that's such I a man be. thing. Yes. Women are stronger yes. in the bedroom than men. That's the bottom line.
1: Depends on what day. And no, what women can
2: always outlast a man. They come on. They got it. They they. Let's just keep that real. All right. It's not that too many. That's no your
1: bedroom. <laughs> My bedroom. No.
2: All right. Okay. <laughs> okay. Whatever. Can I
0: chime in here? Oh Lord. Of <laughs> of
2: yes. Course. Go ahead.
0: Most men that brag about uh, here we go. their oh, yeah. prowess in the bedroom. Yeah. Nine times out of ten, ten. they they garbage.
1: I oh, okay. uh, see. I'm not saying I, I got slept references. with you. I uh, got
2: references.
0: Are they willing to call in? I
2: hope so. Now that will tell you right then and there if you got to have references, you should know. It, I don't. I, I look. I don't know. I'm, I don't think that's just like me asking. That's the first
1: time I said that. I, you know, I keep all that personal. It was just mocking and just being the fun. I mean, you know, it is what it is. I'm 60, so it's it is well. At least it is. you should do know you, what
2: you're doing. Do yes. you
0: use the blue pill? No,
1: no. <laughs> Never.
2: Never? Never. Come I on. have. Wow.
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you should have kept that to yourself. <laughs>
2: hey, <laughs> letting you know. If I you see me drinking that 16 nah. ounces of water, then you know what's coming. Yeah. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> but no.
1: But uh, no. Um, so. Shout out to So, uh, a so
2: shout out to everyone. Um, uh, Christmas. Um, and for those of you who won't be able to see someone you love uh, because they're no longer here in the flesh, peace to your heart. It's a tough time for a lot of people.
1: Not it's, necessarily. Some people might be grateful.
2: That's true. But a lot of person. people, it's their first Christmas without the ones that they love. And that's a tough one. I've i have heard. I've been pretty lucky to where, you know, I haven't lost a lot of people in my life. But I hear that's a tough one when you, yeah. like your mom or your dad or your sister or somebody.
1: Well, my dad, it'd be four years, so.
2: Four years. And how are you still? What? What's the most uh, day that gets to you?
1: Every day. Because I talk to him every day, so every day, you know, when something, when I go through something, that voice is not there.
2: Do you get sad, or do you get yeah, what?
1: I guess sometimes. I get, you know.
2: Does he motivate you sometimes? Yeah,
1: all the time. Yeah, to keep me to keep me going. Yeah,
2: well, that's good. You have a photo of him
1: right here on my phone. I look at.
2: So when you hit your phone up, his picture comes up. Oh, that's cool! In his little white suit. Do you know what day that was? Yes. What? It's his birthday. Oh, which birthday? 80. Ah. Yes. Wasn't last year, I guess. Wow. <laughs> that's how I see you know? <laughs> that,
1: that. you know. Be grateful for that choices that you Yeah, I am, I am.
2: And, I am. and he's you know. he's 80, he'll be 81. There you go. Never thought uh, your dad died at what age? He died at 80.
1: He died at 82.
2: Okay. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, shout out to my dad. I I, I love him. I'm glad he, he hit me up this morning. Are you doing the show and I said, "Yes." Um,
1: How's his posture? Good. That's he so, plays so golf good. every day, almost that's every good. day. He's, he is plays he chess. Up, his brain is active. Is he walking the course? Is he in a golf? Well, course, he, course, the golf No, course. he
2: walk. He got knee issues. Okay, so. So, he's but he, he don't he do loves steps. driving anyway. So yeah, he doesn't do steps that well, but he's okay. Um, my favorite. I was thinking about Christmas and we were young. I remember we used to always call each other like, what did you get for Christmas? I don't know if you had friends like that. My friends, we did that.
1: Did you think I was isolated? Well, I yes. don't know. What
2: yeah. y- y'all could I mean, you, at we 12 or something, change. you
1: could have been out pimping the way you presented. We was doing that too. You know, we got the, uh, the full length minks. Whatever. That's how we used to go. No, my, my favorite it's Christmas gift Chicago.
2: when I was a kid was I got a five speed gr- uh, bike green. Did you know how to ride it? Yeah, it was like the little... Did you have training wheels on it? No, it was five (laughs) speed. And what was funny was I got it and my dad and mom said, don't you go off the block. Oh, wow. And I went off the block. Did it get stolen? It got stolen. There you go. And I I went, put put the kickstand up, ran in the store, came back. And then some guys came and said, get off the bike.
1: Oh, they took it from you? took it from me. Wow. Did you put up a fight? No. You got uh, deboed Got deboed all day long. <laughs> it's my bike,
2: and um, Whoop and my. then he went downhill, and I, I, then I tried to chase him. <laughs> so, um,
1: did you ever get it back? No. Did you ever see him riding in the neighborhood? See, that'd be fucked up if you ever saw him riding in the neighborhood. No, uh, <laughs> that
2: was back in the day when you could spray paint a bike and it'd be a different color. Yeah. But I never forgot that. My Changed dad just looked at me like, wow. and said, "You'll never get another bike. bike." Wow. But uh, I just remember that. Uh, but and then, but but my other favorite Christmas gift was I got a football uniform because I was really in the full football. Limb, the, the, full the, length, full length uniform, helmet, and all pads. that. Yeah. Oh. Okay. I was. I was. That's when you
1: had the jersey. Yeah. You had a protective, uh, the protective um, shields in in the jersey. You yeah. Just and got then the I, jersey. I, me and my boys what went team? outside,
2: played in the snow. That was a great gift. Uh, uh, um, what's the, your favorite memory of a gift?
1: Uh, we got a basketball court.
2: Ah. Yeah. In front of your house. Yep. Cool. That well, was No, it.
1: we got it attached to the garage. It was a nice day, so we was able to, like, it didn't snow. So we was able to hoop that day.
2: So who put it up? My dad.
1: With uh, nails and hammers? Did y'all yeah, help yeah. him? Yes. Yeah, put it right there on the ground. It had to, like, the fiber. It was um, It was the wood um, square. So and that began be... your basketball career. Yes, it did. All right. Uh... That journey <laughs> right there. I was the saddest one out of my two brothers, though, to be honest. What do you mean, at Christmas? No, just um, athletic-wise. Oh, you were the worst athlete? Yeah, I was the worst. Oh, okay.
2: Well, I mean, you know. I was the best athlete in my family because I was the only one. Um, uh, You have a memory of your worst gift that you received? Yeah. What?
1: Nothing. It was a few Christmas when we didn't get nothing, but Merry Christmas. Be grateful that you woke up.
2: One time we got a Jackson 5 Christmas album.
1: Yeah, and y'all all had had to listen to. Y'all picked one song. Yeah, you remember that joke? Yeah. That was a real (laughs) joke.
2: That was real. I remember that. But I I love love the Jackson 5. Christmas album. And I love hearing Silent Night by The Temptations.
1: Yeah. And... um I mean, when my parents got divorced, that, that was a bad Christmas. Two, two, three three Christmases. Mm-hmm. That was bad. So I didn't get anything. But I mean, it was good, though. They we always the, had love. We always made the ate. the best of it.
2: Always had some ham. Yeah. Um, you go to your an,
1: friend's house and you play with their toys. You play with their gifts.
2: As as an adult, you remember your
1: worst gift? As an adult, yeah. I It was still like... I really... I, I know I shouldn't look at it as another day, but as I became older, I, especially living out here, it's just like it's just another day. I and like I Christmas just, Eve. I, mean, I love
2: the, how quiet it is and peaceful it is and the streets are, nobody's out. I, I really love looking out the window Christmas Eve. Yeah. I just love the, the tone of it. Yeah.
0: Um, I'm a Grinch. Are you? Wow. I don't like the holidays too much. Really? Why? I just think it's too commercialized, you know. I just think people are trying to sell you things here and there. It's just I don't know. I just am glad when the holidays pass.
1: Okay, that that's that that that's the definition <laughs> okay. of Grinch. Um, do <laughs> you do you spend it by yourself or you? No,
0: I I go home. I'm with family. I love that part of it. Okay. I mean, I love that. Okay, anytime. But
1: are you a gift giver?
0: I am depending on what my bank look like. Uh, you know? yeah. But I don't feel bad when I don't buy gifts.
2: Right. Yeah. I, I'm, I don't like nowadays it's all about the gift card and money. Yeah. but then I, I like opening a gift.
1: But then if you give it to someone that you care about and that you you know supposedly allegedly love then it's like well you just gave me a gift card. You gave me cash. You put no thought into it. You put no effort into right. going to actually buying something. Right, I'm more like that. I'm like okay I give you cash. You do what you want to do.
2: I like giving out pajamas. I love getting pajamas on Christmas and sock we you know, the stocking stuffers. What I used to do was I would go through her drawer and look at all her makeup and stuff that was low uh-huh. and I'd go get the same makeup and put it in the stocking stuffers. Oh, okay. And um and I would look at her undergarments and see what size it was and then go and then go get that. Go get that. Yeah. So, I ain't got
1: to that point yet. You know,
2: that's always thoughtful because you, yeah. you know, you, you you she can't get women love having makeup. They can't like because they always running out. Yeah, but but my... Code 3 doesn't wear a lot of makeup. That's good. I can just get her some bullets.
1: <laughs> exactly. You play with a gun? No, I don't
2: play with a gun. No, Does I'm she
0: playing. play with yours? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is plastic. <laughs> it's a water gun.
2: Uh, I come, uh, that's this funny. She shoots um, darts. <laughs> do you th- who do you think is better at, at um, buying gifts, men or women? It depends on the person. That's I mean, true. I,
1: I know some men that you know. I got a buddy in Houston, love him to death. I especially. thought I was your only
2: buddy. Nah, he's okay. you know, That's but
1: it. he love him to death. He goes all out for his family, and they give him nothing. But women, I know. I, some... I think
0: most men get women to buy their gifts. I don't know that too many men are actively well before the whole Amazon and right you know, no. type thing. I think. Even even with Amazon, I think men get women to buy their gifts. Nah, they give yeah. them the money. They say, "Go get you get bro. with get what the kids want.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. I
2: think women are definitely dominant as far as. Um,
1: no, my friend, he goes out. He actually does the shopping. He enjoys it. Yeah,
2: before Amazon and all that, when people yeah. we're talking no, he about, he still does people, it now. Oh, really? Yeah. I like going into the store now, but with COVID, you can't. But women, I guess that helps women who like we're in wheelchairs now because they could just order there. Yeah,
1: but that I mean, mean but are, going, you, are you are you the wrong. type? Are you a shopper? Do you go in and, like...
2: No, I I know what I want. Like, yeah. I go, I, what I want, get it, I, I don't have time. I Tiffany. can't go yeah. I can't go all that. And that's the one thing that... Th- I think that's women's sport. Some women, that's their sport. But it's draining. Is shopping. Uh, they, it's shopping. It's a sport for them. Just like we can sit around and watch sports right. all day, yeah. they can shop. Right. And and I'm not mad at them. It gives them something. That's their golf. And you have to commit to it. You have to, As a guy, you just got to find somewhere nice. If you, you do that in the beginning of the relationship.
1: No, but it's you still, know, you have to give them, like, One or two days of Christmas shopping, I gave her one day. I
2: remember when that whole Black Friday thing was really crazy. Oh my God! Yeah, that was out of control. But but they enjoyed it. It brought a lot of women together, families together. But they like Uh, to try
1: stuff on, and they like to compare. Like you know, now we're shopping. Right now, we're still shopping for my mom and her mom. Really? And just don't know what to get. Well, I mean, is it easier to shop for your parents when they're older?
2: Because my dad's eighty-one, so and they parents. He's,
1: He's about ready for a walker now. When they're <laughs> when they're older, it seems like they appreciate everything. Yeah, but then they tell you because like I told my, like I called my mom yesterday. I said, all right, I know it's cold in Chicago. I saw this nice coat. Um, what size? I don't need a coat. I got too many coats. Well, this is a nice coat. It'd be like, I don't want a coat. Well, what do you want? I don't need nothing. Yeah, why would you buy a coat? That's not. Uh, it's it's uh, cold but that's in not Chicago. Your
2: plate. That's for her girlfriend or somebody that knows her style. You don't know women's style. I
1: know that's my a my nice mom's coat. Style. Yes. No, No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't want... I got a taste.
2: You got a taste. You don't take the blue pill. You're just on top of things. <laughs> I
1: have to be. Look at motherfuckers. just dropping. <laughs> it's true. We you got a week left. How many, how many comics before the end of the year? Hey,
2: shout out to Daryl Littleton. Yeah, they... Um, yes. Uh, I told... Uh, this was crazy. I don't know if I said this last week, but I'm looking at my phone. Did yeah, right? I say that me. last
1: week? Yeah. No, you told me. You called me and you told me.
2: Yeah, I'm looking at my phone. My phone rings... And Daryl Littleton's number comes up. D. Militon, who died. And I'm like, and the coach is like, what's wrong with you? I was like, this guy died. Is he really dead? <laughs> so I'm like, and then I picked up, and it was his wife. Uh, bless her soul and peace to her heart. And, and I, was, I was like, how you doing? And then I, you always we say the same the thing. The, yeah. What? My condolences? Yeah, and then but you say, how are you doing? Which is a stupid question. It is. But it's like yeah. the first thing that comes out of your mouth. Like, how are you doing? doing?
1: Yeah, it's like you know.
2: And hmm, is it is it Mark
3: Howard? No.
2: Okay, who's calling? Caller.
3: Hi, I was calling to see if I could reach uh, Louis Dix or Jeff Arnold. Apparently, uh, their uncles are here doing the show. Who are these two uh, weathered, oh, wow. gray hair sons? Well, of Well, I'm getting
2: my there. hair colored tonight. Exactly. So today, after I'm I leave here, my gray. so next week, a uh, week oh. after, I'll be dark. So wait a minute. First of go all, Jeff it. Brown, how you doing?
3: Yes. How are you? How are you, gentlemen? Uh, up, on, man.
2: Hey, you know what? Does your number work? Because I've tried to call you. I sent you a text to ask you to come on the show.
3: Okay. Well, yes, it does work. Uh, what doesn't work is this funky-ass Google Pixel 4 because <laughs> uh, I go in and get the absolute cheapest phone available, Lewis, because I'm a grown-ass man. There I don't need all that other shit. Well, I need to text. Take- so, yes, but the answer is yes, of course. Do you have Look, his number?
2: Remember? Yes. Okay, so, because so. we want you to come on the show. I been—I sent you a text. What?
1: I miss my brother. How, How are you doing, man? man? How's the family?
3: Man, here, here, the family's good. Let me say this, man. Uh, we are a thing. 90 West Coast L.A. black comics are a fucking thing. The Bay Area Comedy Competition, or, uh, Louis, you won, yes?
2: I won the first one.
3: Yes, Louis won the one. I believe I uh, uh, I, I won in '93. I don't know which one that was. Uh, Jeff, you didn't win any of them, did you? I
1: never <laughs> participated in them.
3: Okay then. You, okay then. By default, you didn't win, so this there isn't you about you. Take a break right now. Uh, <laughs> we have done. Great. We are a thing, brother. We are a, a, a capsule in time. When Daryl Littleton dies, that's a thing. We're like jazz artists of a time. Nice. And it is great to see you with gray hair. Don't if if I get a vote, don't cover your gray hair. Your gray hair is a beacon for young cats to know where to go find wisdom. Exactly. Don't. Exactly. So uh, well. don't 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 turn your beacon down, bro. I'm I'm, you, I'm
2: I'm, I'm going. Over. I'm I'm turning my my beacon to darkest brown. Uh, <laughs> but you but you, be,
1: but you know what though, you embrace it though because for you, that work might start rolling in.
2: I'm gonna embrace darkest brown for a, yeah, okay. and because Code Three says you're the same playing, thing. I
1: love your gray. I love your gray. Yeah, okay. you're not you're not playing 40-0s no more. You're not. You're not one. Right. You're not playing 35.
2: You're not that right. young. Dad. I don't need all of this. Yeah, you do. Uh, let, looks, let's go back okay, and talk let's to, put to it Jeff.
3: On Jeff. Let's put it on Jeff. No, Jeff let's looks good. Jeff. Jeff wears
2: Jeff, Jeff wears everything well.
3: Jeff looks like if Colonel Sanders was black and working out.
1: Exactly. <laughs>
3: He looks like
0: Dr. J to me, like a little bit younger yes, than Dr. Or Bill J. Bill
3: Russell or Bill Russell, yeah, exactly. yeah, Bill Russell.
0: That's who I mean, Bill Russell.
3: Appreciate you look dope, Jeff. Yours looks dope. You appreciate it, Yeah, go ahead. You look, you yeah, you look like you drive he's still a white sand it, and try to coax kids over with candy. Hey, yeah. So uh, yeah,
2: he's still fighting it now. Though. Now, Jeff, let me ask you a question. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Jeff uh, Jeff Brown. And a lot of you do know. Is, is, Hilarious is, is comedian. comedian, Hilarious. writer, Hilarious. producer. Um, he's uh, written for D.L. Ugly and other greats. Uh, what?
1: Cat Williams. Cat Williams. Cat, what are you doing Steve currently?
2: Harvey. What are you doing currently? Steve what?
1: Harvey,
3: George Lopez. Oh, uh, what I'm doing, bruh. I've decided not to write for anybody who has a bigger house than mine.
4: Okay, uh, I heard that.
3: I am, I am starting comedy over like it's 1987 again. Uh... I'm going to give out my formula. Here's my formula for success. I am going to go to every little hovel, every little hole, every little place, anywhere where they speak English and face forward, and I'm going to sharpen my comedy sword to the point that it has never been, and I am not going to do big rooms until I am standing them three times out of ten, and then I am going to come back and take my place in comedy, which is somewhere beneath Richard Pryor and somewhere above Steve Harvey. That's what's
2: up. Well, the ones that know I'm know that you you you, you're, yes. you don't have to come back. You're there. It's not like they say it's not a comeback because you're you're Jeff. I mean, that's the beauty of of really good comedians is that people know their name, Jeff Brown. And
1: and, and, and we and have the Lewis? perfect place for you. where you can start off. We back at the Regency Lewis? West. Yes, bro, Bruh,
3: Louis, Louis. Yes. I'm going to disagree with you right now. I'm going to say something to you, Lewis Big, uh, um, that that I I fully feel about. I especially I see you as a senior. You were a junior when I was a freshman. Uh, so I see you as senior to me, but I also see you as an elite player that doesn't have a drink.
1: But when you looked at him, but when you was that freshman, and he was a senior. Did you walk in the gym and say, "Yeah, I could take that nigga's job"?
3: I could say that's hilarious. <laughs> I tried. I tried. I tried I to take that nigga's job. If you, if that nigga got game, knows, but I could take that
1: nigga's job though.
3: Anybody who knows the '90s knows.
1: Now he held were, it down.
3: Could... Alex Thomas and Lewis Dick. Nobody else made warm up money that was black. Nah,
1: no, I I disagree with that one. It was Lewis first. Oh. It was Lewis.
3: No, 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 no. Lewis held it down
1: for the longest. Okay, but it was...
3: Dude, dude, I don't know if you disagree. You're not disagreeing, Jeff. I'm saying that Lewis did and Alex Thomas had all the fucking... Speedy got some of it. Right, right. Buddy got some of it, but most of it... Unless Lewis had laryngitis, you was broke, I mean you was okay, not but, doing right. normal let you let me let off.
2: me set the record straight. There was a gentleman before me, yes. Don Reed. He, yes. Who was the oh, yeah, yes. Don Reed is the godfather. Yeah. He yeah. I mean he did the Tonight Show. He did a different world. The only reason I got into it because he went and did the Cosby show. Right. So Don Reed he, got he me into it. Yeah. He gave me my oh, first yeah. gig. So he's and the Mecca. Don him. is the is the
1: Michael he's the godfather. Jordan. Yeah, he's, he's the, godfather.
2: the
3: godfather. We all come down that side of the tree. We all come down yeah. that side that which really which really if you really want to be Real about it is the Cosby side of the house. We yeah. really, we, we, uh, uh, dude, I was, I was given my black belt by Sinbad. Right. Sinbad taught me how to do
2: shows. Now, don't get me wrong, there was a, it was, uh, Wally, uh, uh I forgot Wally's name. He's a New York guy. Collins. W- Wally, Wally Collins, Collins yeah. was very fun- was funny. And yeah. Godfrey Cambridge was too funny to do warm up. Yeah. He was. He would go in there and destroy. Boy, he yeah. did the Cosby Show, and they said, "No, no, you you can't." <laughs> he took all the laughter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Godfrey. They was, was like Godfrey. Godfrey. Yeah. Um, the oh. comedian. Yeah.
3: Oh, dark skin Godfrey. Yeah. Oh yes. yeah. Oh yeah. Godfrey. Oh, that thing is a monster. Oh that Godfrey, Godfrey was is uh, a
2: beast. It, yo. You know warm up. You know Godfrey. They told him, "No, look, you can't come back. You are <laughs> <Yeah>. too funny." <laughs> right.
3: And him and Jay Anthony Brown both. Yeah. Jay Jay got fired for being too funny.
2: Yeah, Jay got me. I did. I had to do warm up for our City Hall awesome. show. That yeah. was a great time. But listen, uh, I don't know if we yeah. have Mark Howard supposed to call in. Is he in? Oh, so we keep talking to you. Uh, okay. I, I, didn't, well, great. I didn't. I did I uh, tell you
3: what, though, if you bump me for Mark, I'll never come on your fucking I know. show.
2: Wow. I, th- I thought wow. I was going to say that uh, <laughs> because uh, I was like, but Mark Howard. I mean, the only reason I really. Invited him was because I didn't have anyone. Well, no one else said yes. Nah,
1: stop. Yeah, That's usually what that, you do. See, Mark, you Mark Howard is the donut bear of comics. We, we gotta stop. We gotta start giving them them flowers now. You know, I am. I'm giving them flowers. They yeah, just not blooming.
3: gets
2: I mean, Mark Howard's what DC comic. And those DC
1: comics, we just got a thing with it. They got, I mean, they, they, got just, a, they have a different flair. Yeah. But the vast majority of them are funny, though. No, they're fun. Mark yeah, Howard yeah. is funny. Yes. Now, let's not get that yeah, straight. But it's, not- it's a couple of... The- but they're all big. Yeah. Is Buddy true. from DC? No, Buddy's from uh,
2: Indiana. But Mark, the problem I have with Mark Howard is, first of all, he's a Dallas Cowboy fan. So I got a problem with that anyway. Oh, and wow. he's from DC. Yeah. But Mark Howard's... All, I mean, but that's the problem we're getting away from our generation these young comics can't handle it. we would always tell each other the truth we would always hit on each other to make each other better yes yeah
4: and yeah.
1: that's the thing they take they, a lot of these comics are, uh too much into their feelings
2: hey jeff i want to ask you a question sure. um when you when you write for people like dl george lopez what is your approach
3: um well first i i i kind of uh have you have you ever seen Days of Thunder? I'm high right now, Lewis, so I'm gonna take you on a ride. It's gonna be worth the trip. Okay. Okay. Have you ever seen the movie Days of Thunder?
1: Yes. Y- yeah. With sure. Tom, Cruise Tom Cruise, Robert Niro, and, and Robert Duvall. Yeah. Uh-huh.
3: Um I approach a comedian and his set like Tom Cruise's character in the car, and I'm Harry.
1: Robert Duvall's character.
3: Robert Duvall's character was Harry. He right. was the coach. He was the guy that got him out cold. Cold, you're driving the tires too hard. You're going to make him greasy. You're going to slide all around. Drive the car four laps my way, then drive it your way, and let's see what we got. So uh, I'll watch George from the state. From Like when George is on stage, I'm basically – I'm, I'm basically polishing off Richard Pryor, to be honest. I'm polishing... George is a, a, a fucking hardcore student of Richard Pryor.
4: Mm-hmm. Yep.
3: So I go concept, set up, first punchline, act out, second punchline, act out, act out, out. And I think my head... I put my head over there. When I write for D.L., not gonna get much act out. Matter of fact, I'm gonna put some of DL's business out right now. Uh, in my opinion, DL Hughley, y'all only seen the tip of the iceberg. DL Hughley could easily have his name called with Richard Pryor if that nigga would trust me, but he don't. Anyway, mm. I have to write, I have to, 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 to take a Dick Gregory approach.
1: He is high.
3: I have to go straight for the metaphor. I've got to go straight for the metaphor. I have to go straight for the comparison. And I I write for him. I write for DL, comparison backwards. Got it. I started a comparison, and then I'll go backwards. Uh, when uh, I wrote for Cat Williams, but we really didn't get a chance to use any. it was me, uh, your boy Joe Blunt. Shout out to Brandon Bolin.
4: Yeah.
3: Uh, uh, and D. Mill D. Millaton hired us to write for Cat, and when I tell you we was coming with fucking slang, uh, he did that was the 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 time he didn't do the hip hop award. Okay. When I go when I start with Cat, I start from a place of exaggeration. What's absurd? What is absurd? and then I'll work backwards from there. But for me, stand-up is a language. Those are the dialects those people speak in. That makes uh, sense. Steve, Steve Harvey speaks a very southern, rolling dialect of stand-up.
2: Like J. Anthony Brown. <laughs>
3: Just like J. Anthony well, no, Brown, Don D.C. Curry.
5: Exactly. The, right. those three, the
3: yeah. dudes that, once they get going, as a matter of fact, Don, uh, uh, J. Anthony Brown, Don D C Curry, and Tommy Davidson, who is totally different, are the only three comics I've ever seen go so hard that an audience asked them to stop. Yes,
6: yeah,
2: Steve Harvey's a beast too. Hey, I wanted to ask you another question. Um, sure, you know, uh,
1: go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. ahead. You know who's always left out of that conversation when it comes to Beast? His name is yeah. never brought up. Eddie Griffin. Well, yeah, Eddie's
2: at a Eddie, whole nother, yeah, I mean, his, he's at a whole nother name, level to where you don't have to mention, and that's what's the beauty of Eddie Griffin. He's so funny and beast. so, I mean, he's been doing it so long with Dice Clay in the stadiums that you wouldn't want to insult him by putting him in that group. He's uh, he's Eddie Griffin. Yes. You know, I agree but with Eddie,
3: you. No, Doug, you know what? It's possible that you both are right. Uh, Eddie Griffin, who I've also called out from a musical standpoint in Love, I'm calling out a bunch of cats who do music, but right. can't make a better album than me when my album come out. Anyway, um, Eddie Griffin is, you gotta put him over there with George Lopez in this place. Eddie honed, defined uh, 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 almost made it another style of Richard Pryor. Richard yep. Pryor. Yep. Eddie, Eddie, Eddie perfected Richard Pryor so-called. These are the three comics closest to Richard Pryor to me right now: Eddie Griffin, uh, who was we just talking about? George high. Lopez, who George Lopez, George Lopez, and Mike S. Right. Mike S. is so fucking very honest. He's so, he's funny as shit, but it's not as funny, it's his fucking honesty. When Mike starts talking about the shit that make your skin crawl and then get funny, bruh, that's Richard Pryor shit. None of us have that courage. I haven't seen anybody with the courage of Mike Epps in a long time. Yeah, Mike Epps. Anyway.
2: Yeah, that, that, but that, Mike Epps has been incarcerated. And incarceration to do that to you. But I'm you, assuming. I've never been incarcerated.
1: Is that an unfair advantage?
2: But yeah, I, I think
1: a lot of guys who've been through that You can tell just by looking at him that you know he's naturally funny. Yes. Without without being on the stage, without being without being in front of an audience. If he's just in the room, he's that's who he is.
2: I've watched Eddie Murphy watch Mike Epps.
1: Yeah, and that's the brilliance of him. Yes.
2: I mean, you got to. I mean, it's so many funny. That's what makes it so. Our generation, there's so many guys who are funny, but funny in their own way.
1: You got these new cats. Where these yeah. new
2: cats are funny in the same way, a lot of them.
1: I like- oh, well, look at it like
3: liquor. Look at it like liquor. Uh, Red Fox, top shelf fucking hardcore bourbon. Um, Bill Cosby. Um, what the fuck is it that you make a martini out of?
1: Gin. The best
3: fucking gin in the world. The best gin in the world. Richard Pryor, the absolute best fucking Scotch or or whatever burns. What burns? Bourbon or Scotch? Bourbon. Bourbon. The best fucking bourbon on the planet. Well, let the me bourbon, ask you. Bourbon was made at.
1: Well, let me ask you this real quick. Your your Mount Rushmore. Who's on your Mount Rushmore?
3: Oh, fuck it does. Um, of, uh, of course, prior Cosby, Of course. Okay. Um, God damn it. Okay. Dick Gregory? Well, <laughs> well, well, first of all, no, no, no. Let's do this. Let's do this. I'm trying to do this without crying. Uh, first, fuck Mount Rushmore because it's supposed to be about four great white men and there was nothing great about either of the four of them motherfuckers and it was on land they stole. So, Let's let's get away from that and make our own monument Uh, and to to tell you to speak of that. And if any of you steal this, I will uh, murder you, but not before I make a pencil box out of your chin.
1: But you how you will remember it, though?
3: uh, I am going to make a (laughs) bus. I'm going to make a bus. That it's about four feet tall. The top of it, the top of it's Richard Pryor. Okay. To the left of that is Bill Cosby. To the right of that is George Carlin. To the left of him is Finn To the right is Bob Newhart. To the left is Franklin Ajay. To the right of him is George Lopez. And it makes its way all the way around in a circle, and in the back is My Little Ass.
2: Okay. I, I, Cosby has to be up top because Richard Pryor emulated Cosby, so. You're wrong.
3: No, uh, uh, no, 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 no. No, I would love to have that conversation with you. This is what the show's about. Cosby emulated, well, prior emulated Cosby at first
2: right.
4: and was
3: actually whooping Cosby's ass in that lane uh... and got to a place where he was making more money than Cosby.
2: Okay, all it, right. You are high. But, I guess you have an intica. No, um, no. Well,
3: well, let me finish this crazy uh... shit. Uh. He was okay. making more money than Cosby. As a matter of fact, he's making $25,000 a week. And he came out on stage one night and started his show and said, wait, I can't do this. I was raised in a whorehouse by pen." Left the stage. Everybody told him his career was fucking over. He went up to Sacramento. And if you get a chance, get a hold of.
2: Yeah, I saw watched. that. Yeah, I saw yes. that. I, and you're, but you know what we're gonna do, Jeff. We're gonna um, Jeff has your number because we want you to yeah. come back. We want you to come sit in. Um, so we're gonna hit you up. Mark Howard is on the phone, so no we apologize.
5: No,
3: to hog this show.
2: No, we appreciate it. Uh, thanks for calling and, in. And remember, live starting in January. If I'm not
3: gonna hang up. I'm going keep talking to you people. Hang up on me. Uh, we yeah. have a producer.
2: We have a boss lady who do that. All right, respect, Jeff. Yeah, I'm gonna call you, man, about the I'm Regency West. Talking. All right, see you talking. later. Hey, I look, mean, this next Jeff. This <laughs> dude, <laughs> he actually thinks this is a real show. It is. <laughs> um, hey, uh, this next gentleman, uh, we got him Zoom. Uh, been on worldwide stages, uh, BET, TV One, as well as a hit radio show called, I can't say this, the Spomedians, S-P-O-M-E-D-I-A-N-S. And he was in Spike Lee's hit film, Glockers. And, uh,
1: he was in Glockers? Yes,
2: born in Glockers. D.C., but I believe he's a Cowboy fan. Mark Howard, no joke. Are you there? Okay.
5: Yeah, sorry. I didn't realize I was on mute. Uh, you believe correctly. I am a Cowboys fan from D.C. And um, uh, yeah, uh, Spo Medians. that show is it's, defunct. Oh, it's no Spomidians. longer? Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, a, that's a whole different story. We don't... Um, oh, well.
2: You don't want not, to go there. Well, okay, but see, I also read that you were in Speedy and Friends, but I definitely wasn't going to read that because I'm like, that's... Really low. That's that's below you. Impossible
5: that speedy has
2: print. Right. That was below <laughs> you. How are you, Mark?
5: I'm well, man. I'm well. Just uh, uh, tripping off the loss of our comrade and uh, and whatnot. But yet, you know, we're, we're still moving. God has oh, blessed oh, us oh, to stay on.
2: Oh, oh, D. Yes. 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 Yeah. Yes, yeah. Yes. That was sad. I, 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 yeah, it's sad. I like D. Militant. He was a nice guy. He no. did things. He did um, some things for us. Head, yeah. He did some things for us by putting us in print. Yes. And yes, without yes, that, yes. And, and it's interesting because he did also did that book uh, on this day, yeah. So mm-hmm. I'm assuming that I, it, that I didn't realize that was
5: done on this day. He you know, he quoted me in the book,
2: and about what time. this day or or the uh, black, oh, not this day. I'm doing the, the black uh, comics, right? The black book, comics. the first one he did, yeah, yeah, uh, black comedians on black comedy, the day black comedian on black comedy. He, right, he quoted yeah, okay. something I
5: said about uh, your guy, Bill Cosby. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, yeah. interesting, full disclosure, he interviewed me for the book, mm-hmm. but my yeah. dumb behind never signed, signed the stuff and sent it to him. So, so I you did, lost out, so you, you I lost out. Oh, okay. Then I saw how great the book was. I was like, okay, there that's my go. attitude.
1: But Mark- um, And he got his name added yeah. up on um, the Comedy Store wall. Right. Yeah. I don't know who put that yeah. together, but they didn't even call me.
2: No. All, you need, all you need is a letter of chalk, Lewis. Hilarious. Hilarious. So um <laughs> uh how many kids do you have, Mark?
5: I have three. I made two oh, wow. and uh I raised I'm, I've raised three.
2: So are they boys or girls? I know your one son is a hooper. Yeah.
5: Yes. Uh one son and then the rest are girls. God knew God knew what he was doing, I guess, to get back at me. Now
2: your <clears> son <throat> is playing where?
5: He's at Northern New Mexico College. It's an NAI level program. Uh, but he's doing well right now. First year, they're transferred from junior college. And um, they playing that? some nice schedule, D1. They're going to play Northern, They're gonna New Mexico State Saturday and play Northern Colorado next to them.
1: Good. Congratulations. Uh, what Juco did he transfer from?
5: Uh, he was a school up in up in Washington uh, called Watcom Community College. Oh, okay,
2: now, I wanted to ask you, uh, how did you get into comedy? And, and did you start in D.C.?
5: Started in D.C., um I decided to get into the game my best friend was act as well um just what I had him cracking up I was always imitating uh Richard Pryor and Red Fox and stuff like that on the on the on the team bus you know from the basketball game and stuff like that and then later on I just um cracked up he said I should be a comic and the the inspiration came from that came there really and um um I started there moved to New York I stayed there for a year and um then Came came west when I was walking through Manhattan in January. I said, um, you can't curse on this show, huh?
2: No, yeah, 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 yeah. You can curse.
5: Okay. I said, fuck this weather.
2: <laughs> Got it. Now now you, you you so you were on the grind, was was who was back there with you? What other comics?
5: In New York back in the day, I was coming up with talent. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh uh Cool Bubba Ice, uh Jay, Will,
1: Rob Stake, uh,
5: Artie Artie Foucault, Oh uh, who? Rob, Rob Stapleton. Stapleton. Yes, yeah. Rob Stapleton. I moved up there from D.C. right a year after Dave Chappelle did. Okay. Chappelle moved a year after, a year before I did. He moved as soon as he graduated from high school.
2: So you knew. So you were there with Dave Chappelle and, and Tony Woods and all of them?
5: Yes, Tony Woods. Tony Woods moved a little bit after I did, but he came to Royale, moved right after I did as well. As Royale, Royale D.C.? Yes.
1: Okay. <clears throat> was you there with
5: Pierre? No, Pierre was already in L.A. Okay. He, him, Tommy Davis, and Martin were already already in L.A. Tommy
2: Davis is from D.C. too.
5: Yes, man. We D.C. is as a plethora of comedy talent. Good. Wanda Sykes, I was there. Wanda Sykes was uh, well, she's from Virginia, but she was coming sure. through D.C. Coco Brown was from is from Virginia, but she came through D.C. for the comedy scene a bigger city. Um, um, Ted, uh, I'm sorry, T Rex. Me and T Rex started. Oh, yeah, really T-Rex. Hey, work. real quick, real quick, new Mark, guys. Got. I
2: have to do a transition here. It's going to be interesting sure, sure. because we have someone who's um, a little more famous than you and uh, we're going to add him to the show who oh, jeff no we so about <laughs> oh, man, my we're gonna man make, uh, th- this guy now all right i'm going to show you how more famous he is cuz i want to read some of his stuff he's from oakland california now just like dc has a bunch of talent i believe oakland has the most talent i argue with marcus king about that yeah, and, um, why? D.C. Yeah. DC does. and uh, no just just talent Ath- oh, okay. athletically Uh, Entertainment, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Okay, he was recruited to UCLA for intercollegiate speech and debate competition. Let's Uh see if Mark knows who this is. Uh, He became a national champion in competitive events, speech and entertainment, poetry and dramatic readings. After seeing him perform, Dr. Bill Cosby flew him to be on the Cosby Show as Theo's friend, which opened the door for me to do warm-up, as I said earlier. Uh, He was on Robert Townsend's hit hit HBO comedy specials, the film Meteor Man, and he's been nominated for three primetime Emmys. And he warmed up for The Tonight Show with Jay Leno. And he has a one-man show, East 14th Street, that was a hit and going out. So now, you know who that is, Mark?
5: Dude, this is my guy. Let me tell you, let me tell, I'm going to make you feel old, Lewis. Uh-huh. You and this brother here, I watched on Robert Townsend's Partners in Crime before I started doing stand-up. <laughs> and so you guys, you guys are <laughs> part of, with Robin Harris, are part of the people that made me Inspired to do stand up. There's right. no doubt about that. Well, that's so, the, Don, Reed
2: Don Reed has
5: always shown me love and and respect in this game, man. So, yes, sir. Don yes, sir.
2: Reed, welcome to the show. Hey, Don. And he's you still look as are... young
5: as he did what he did today. Uh, uh, Robert Jones. <laughs>
4: Don
2: Reed. What's, What's up, up, Don? Don? Uh, What's happening, you guys, what's happening? We apologize that Mark is in your space right now. We tried to get (laughs) him off, but he called too late. So uh, we're gonna just try to, we gotta be kind to him because he's bigger than all of us. Um, So, hey, real quick, Don, uh, we asked um, Mark this question. How did you get into comedy?
7: How did I get into comedy? I got into comedy because there was a comedy event in the intercollegiate speech and debate competition. There was a funny event. And so then uh, after watching, uh, after, you know, doing pretty well in the event, I went to the punchline in San Francisco and died the death of a million men (laughs) trying to do a speech. Yeah. I, did, I had a thesis statement, three main points, in a nightclub where people are drinking and smoking, they're going, wait, 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 are you doing a presentation? I did a whole speech with a closing argument. They say get the
4: food time here with that. The closing argument he tried to get out.
7: It did not go well. But I but I kept trying and then um after that um moved to LA was in a comedy team uh with a white guy. He, yeah he's black, I'm white, what's not funny about that? We right. had no structure or anything. Then he tried to kill me, but that's a whole different story. I mean, and I got out. Oh, yes, really? he did, he tried to choke me, he tried to choke me out, it didn't work though.
2: Oh, wow, <laughs> wow, that's that's a book. Uh, so uh, you, so when you did go solo, what, how did you find, figure out your niche to combine the speech and the, and cause you're really animated and the physical comedy. How did you decide that that was gonna be your niche?
7: Well, I started, um, I started doing impersonations, a lot of impersonations and sound effects. I picked up sound effects in the sixth grade in a music class in Oakland. Uh, the school couldn't afford any uh, musical instruments. So the instructor would just play music on, a, on an album and say, if the school could afford instruments, we could play this. And so I start <laughs> experimenting with stuff. And then I started messing with him when I learned how to do bird sounds, I sit in the back of the class and go. Wow, there you go. he go, go, uh, apparently there's a bird trapped in the room and <laughs> when we get that out of here, we'll be fine. Uh, and I incorporated as time moved on those uh, sound effects into my standup. And oddly enough, um, Gavin Pallone, producer from, uh, who ended up being a producer with Curb uh, Your Enthusiasm, yeah. saw me doing warm-up at A Different World. And he said, um, just watching, you could probably do voiceover. And that's how I end up getting into voiceover after that with, uh, you know, Sinbad and Kaz hooking me up with audience warmup at a different world then recurring character chip on there. But I started doing voiceover back then too for Spider-Man, Flintstones, and some other stuff. And that all came out of uh, the stand-up blaze as well.
2: Yeah, because we were talking, Jeff Brown was talking earlier about, he said that uh, myself and Alex were the king and I had to correct him that no, it started with Don Reed. Because if, no. Don, if Don Reed had Go ahead. And it
7: would have been Sinbad, but Sinbad leaped further faster. And so he gave me that gig at A Different World. Right. Then okay. you went so to The was,
2: Cosby Show and gave me A Different World. So you see how it works. Hey,
5: hey wait a minute, Lewis. Speedy says he's the best.
2: Whoa, yeah, when Jamie Fox hires him, yes, <laughs> yes, yes. yes, yes. When, when his father, when his stepfather, Jamie Fox hires him, yes. And I, and I, I have no problem with that because Jamie Fox is one loyal dude to Speedy. Right. I mean, yes, yeah. I mean, yes, I, yes. I, I mean, I wish that you know sometimes you grow in this business. Like I should have been friends with him.
5: Yeah, yeah. He definitely, he definitely did. Can I, can when I mess up with talking other. about with Don? I'm, I'm gonna say this with Don and the voiceovers and the sounds and the sound effects. I went to Langston University, little old black school in Oklahoma. And one of the students I went to school with <clears throat> was performing, doing shows at the school. He would do, he was on radio in Oklahoma city. He would do all the concerts, doing all the voices. And we're watching them, said, he stole Jay Lamont's thing. <laughs> what, <Well>, Don? <laughs> Jay Lamont, Don. So we were like, but you already, what did you stole is that you got on the bigger screen before Jay did. So we were like, Jay, get ready to blow up like that. Then we saw Don and it was like, oh, well, that's already done. <laughs> no, and I,
2: okay. I, I hear what you say, but I think I think they're totally different. different. Because Jay Lamont yeah. does more singing. Yes, And yes, and, yes. and Don was more comedic. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and I love Jay Lamont, but, you yeah. know, Jay Lamont, Don was different. He was different. Yeah, I, yeah no, I he absolutely. was different. And
5: Jay Jay's my guy. We just talk about that because Jay did that. But Jay's first love was music. He was he was going to do music. And then he really fell into having to do stand-up when he moved to Houston. And that's right. how it really came about. Don was already doing this on the stand-up stage. Jay was just performing. He was opening for all the big acts back in the day that came through Oklahoma City
2: and Tulsa. Yeah, But, but he I, was just doing the sound. I've seen Don do his one-man show. <clears throat> right. And uh, dramatically, mm-hmm. it's not a contest. I love Jay LeBron. Yeah, no. But Don I already, has, yeah. I mean, that, that, that comic, he can go comedy, drama. And then he, and Don, I was going to ask you um, and don't, Mark, don't worry. We'll ask you some questions too. But right now. Um, <laughs> I got you, Mark. Don't worry. Um, Don, uh, I, Thank you, Jeff. I, I know that you produced Robert Towns', uh co-produced Robert Towns' one man show. What was yes. that like for you? I that mean, was this-
7: uh, a wonderful full circle moment because you know, Robert had t- mentioned when we were doing Hollywood Shuffle and uh, those things back in the day, um, that uh, I was already, he said, with all your movement and your characters, you're already writing, directing, producing, and starring in a production. So never mm-hmm. let anybody tell you you can't direct. Never let them tell you that. And I remember that. And I, I got some really nice deals via warm up. I met some key people, Stan Lathan in particular, who directs all of Chappelle's specials,
4: mm-hmm. right.
7: uh, gave me a deal at HBO and I wrote, direct, and starred in some short films for Def Jam. But that uh, groundwork that Robert had laid down for Partners in Crime writing and directing, uh, producing. When I started doing solo shows, um, started in LA, finally told the truth about my life. My stepfather forced us to be in that religion that rhymes with Tohovah's mm-hmm. <laughs> Witnesses. I couldn't take it no more. So I moved in with my real dad, but I didn't know he was a pimp. And that was my true story.
5: To good I religion.
7: Hit, yeah, I hid behind <laughs> characters and sound effects that I didn't want to talk about. Jehovah's Witnesses knocking on doors a hundred hours a month, and my father, you know, straight up. I just thought he was really in the hat. I didn't know he was a pimp,
4: Hilarious. but it, it
7: turned <laughs> out he was. Well. But um, those true stories led to uh, those next levels. And and Robert saw, he flew to New York in my opening night off Broadway, New York, of my one man show. East 14, about Jehovah's Witnesses and the pimps' lifestyle, and uh, noted for the first time the dramatic capabilities. And so when he saw me doing it, he always wanted to do it for years. He kept teasing it since around 2008. He was teasing that he was going to do a show. So when he finally, he said, by that point I had seven one-man shows. I have nine now. Wow. Uh, he said, uh, hey man, I gotta, I gotta get down with you on this. So it was really, really empowering to see the very person who empowered me to flip that back, right. but Robert, you know, he already has the whole package. It was just some fine finessing and some elements I shared, but he's a, he's a real deal, as you know.
2: Now, when you, go ahead. Mark, go ahead. No, go ahead. You want to ask Mark, oh, you, uh, Don, bear with us. We have to ask Mark a question, just so we can, you know, make him feel good. You ain't gotta ask
5: me nothing. No, go ahead, ask Mark a question. Uh, Mark, uh, uh, Mark,
2: is it any subject that you won't make fun of? No. No, he said no. <laughs> so you'll go anywhere. I, I, I
5: haven't found one yet. I haven't found one yet. Actually, um, I, I I won't talk about doing number two in the bathroom. I that that's something that should be understood
2: and not really, you know, conversed over. <clears throat> yeah, that's funny because uh, Don, you know Beverly Muse, and she does not like. Um, she do not like that. She doesn't like toilet jokes. She doesn't. That's that's it. Oh, wow. I know oh. Beverly Muse too. Uh, Lewis. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, yeah, she's, she's my muse and she doesn't. If you go there, she looks at me like, that's what we're doing right now? What we're not going to do today. <laughs> wow. um, um, now, Mark, uh, do you celebrate yes, Christmas? Not anymore, no. Okay. But I don't let my kids not, so I
5: I let them enjoy okay, it. Okay, I'm
2: going to ask you and Don this, because we were talking about Christmas coming up and we were talking about our favorite gifts when we were a kid. And we know, Don, when you moved with your real dad, you didn't get any, so... Uh, <laughs> You know, so you know, no, no, when, when I moved, said, when I was with my stepdad, I didn't get nothing. Stepdad. Oh, step, right. so yeah, because stepdad. Jehovah's Witness doesn't celebrate Christmas, right? Right. 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 And, and, and the, and the pimp dad, dad I'm pimp dad. sure he gave yeah, him a yeah, nice dad. gift for Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> got Cadillac,
5: all that shit. <laughs> no, boy, no, going no. In. Which, which one you
1: want, oh, son?
2: Yeah. <laughs> what, what, either one of you, what was your favorite gift?
1: Josephine, come in here.
2: <laughs> um,
1: Make my boy a man.
7: I have to say, um, uh, Mark's kind of accurate on that because uh, <laughs> I missed five birthdays. And so by my 17th birthday, um, things were getting kind of kind of cool over there. And so uh, around Christmas time, he said, uh, uh, hey, uh, baby, I told you, remember I told you you could do whatever the ooh, you want to do? Remember I told you that? All right, um, I'm about to go downtown for a long ass time, all right? I ain't going to be around. Your brothers ain't going to be around. All right? Do whatever you want to do. All right? He took off. Soon as he left, <laughs> hey, Don, what's up? Um, I'm up the street. What you, what you want to do? I'm like, what I want to do, my father set that moment up. But it wasn't a, <laughs> a working girl. It's just somebody from the neighborhood who he had uh, convinced, it's time for my Christmas present.
1: I'll take care of my okay, son. So, so,
2: uh, all right, yeah. Sally I, may go in there and do what you do. Yeah, okay, so your dad had skills. Right? She wasn't a working girl, but he convinced her to work. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> he was killing two birds with uh, one stone. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Mark, you have a favorite Christmas gift? I mean, you can't top that, but.
5: No, I really can, can't no? top that. Um, hmm, off the top, a Christmas gift. I can't think of one off, off, off rip there. Um, you know, I've been I've been blessed. When I was a kid, coming up, my parents definitely had things for me. So I can't give one man just. Okay.
1: Uh, well, your parents did together. The, just
5: the best. No, my parents broke up when I was like two years old, and but they were always really. You know, I, I spent as much time with my dad as I did with my mom. Okay. Did you really? So, yes, good. yes. I I mean, my dad couldn't have been no closer. He lived in the same house, done. And um so I, I went to his house every weekend. During the holidays, all summer, I was with my dad. Wow, that's, that's beautiful.
2: <clears throat> hey, now that wasn't yeah, happening in my house. Yeah, mm-hmm. now it's funny, because I was thinking about Jehovah Witness and I was thinking about the Jackson Five with Jehovah Witness, but they put out a Christmas album. Yeah.
5: <laughs> <Santa> <laughs> well, <laughs> look, here, look here, Joe was about to Jehovah, get you that don't money say nothing on.
1: about making profit. Yeah. about um, <laughs> uh, uh,
2: I was, I, now Don, you have two boys, right? Yes. Um now did when they were kids and you too, Mark, did you uh, did, when did you tell them there was no Santa Claus or did you how did that come about? It...
7: Man. Uh I, w- I, I think I probably took it as long because I missed five Christmases.
1: Okay. I
7: think I probably overdid the Christmas. I probably told them last week, I think.
1: That that was good. and how <laughs> old are they now? Twenty and twenty two?
7: <laughs> <laughs> the
5: twenty
2: um twenty-five and twenty three. Okay. Wow. See? wow. Mark, did you? When did you give it up?
5: I didn't give it up. My kids figured it out. Told me there was no Santa Claus. (laughs) (laughs) Real talk, and just had to get me to confirm it. Uh My 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 first wife was mad because my older daughter she she was asking me, and I wasn't going to lie to her. I said, "Well, you know, no, there's no real Santa Claus, but mom and 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 them are giving you Christmas, so call them Santa Claus." Hold up,
2: what age was she?
5: Like eight, nine.
2: Now, was she your both of you guys' daughter? No, never... my
5: oldest baby is
2: my ex wife, my first wife's daughter. Oh, man,
5: come someone on. Someone previous to me. And Unfortunately, told... her father was killed when she was very young. I came into her life when she was six. And, um, you know, I've raised her ever since.
2: And you told her at eight that there was no Santa Claus?
5: No, she asked me. So, so should she... I lie to we her? No,
2: debate. you should have.
1: I don't we think. We had this debate because uh, I told my son.
2: No, I think you
1: yes. should have said... Um, why? Why lie to him? No, not eight-year-old. Why? That's cold. <laughs> that's not. That's, that's reality. Come on. That's... that's <laughs> give up, all I care don't of care who gives I, ag- I agree Lewis? with that.
2: Now, your wife was up, Your ex-wife was upset, right?
1: Why are you going to yeah, give a fictitious little bother, person... Little bother, I would right? have been bothered too, man. But why are you going to give a fictitious person... marry you. ...all that credit, though, when you out here busting your ass year-round? You don't...
2: This, Don, how do you feel about... That? I don't think that's cool.
7: I, yeah, it, ideally, you should try to laugh, I think. I know, because I miss them, I try to make Christmas a huge deal uh, every year. But at some point, if they don't know, they're gonna get embarrassed at school by somebody saying, you you still think there's a Santa Claus? You a fool, ass fool. You know, so really? I, I, I- At,
5: eight, my dad at some point, they're gonna showing. find out there's no chimney. Exactly. In the when apartment. You,
1: yeah, exactly. <laughs> we got steel on doors. On the bottom floor with yeah. people living above us. Yeah, we got that's steel that, doors. That's that, 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 that D. D.C. <laughs> See
2: That's, a D. that's C. that D.C. cold. That's that black
5: man. stuff. Philly, Oakland, Chicago, D.C. Exactly. exactly. A black man's going to tell a kid, man, ain't no white man coming in this I mean, neighborhood
1: to you Shit. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Hey, I want to- I get up and go to work every goddamn day. Okay, I, I want to
2: throw out some questions to both of you, and, and either one of you can answer or both can answer. Some things about what you can and can't do. Can can either one of you cook, or you cannot cook?
7: I can cook. I I'm, I have to be honest. I know how, but you don't. But I don't. Why not? And it's a straight up um, rebellion against uh, my stepfather, who controlled everything. You got to do this. You got to do this. You got to. I know how to make a mean shrimp scampi. but I don't do it at all. What? Every place I've lived. Uh, from the 23 years I was married, I'll make some eggs for the boys in the morning or something because uh, my wife was gone at the time. But we're no longer mm-hmm. together. I haven't cooked a meal whew, in a long time.
1: Now, do you still, so, hold, yeah, I, on? Do you still hold on <clears throat> to that from your stepdad? What's that? Do you still hold on to that from your stepdad, being that type of um, person?
7: I, I, I say, you know, I, I recently uh, realized he gave me my biggest uh, gift. So I don't... I just now don't like the act of having to cook. I'd rather do other creative things with my time. But I did just recently in terms of you kind of tracking into holding on things from my stepfather. He's the first person who ever told me that I should speak or perform. So the very person who controlled me and helped me down is the very person who informed me of my
2: gift. Right, so, you can speak and perform, but don't. don't cook, man. Um,
5: I, I, I agree, Don, in some parts of what you're saying, I can cook, but I don't think that there's any reason for us to cook when there's a perfectly good woman in the house.
2: Hey, that's <laughs> hey, I'm not mad. The name st- of this show is In A Man's World. <laughs> and Mark, you've just, I think you've helped man. some, you've helped some women out there. And I, I concur <laughs> exactly. with that. Exactly. Uh, how are you guys with technology?
5: I'm okay. I'm basic.
1: Are you getting into this? I
7: um, am really good with graphics. And it came about through a unique set of circumstances. Via voiceover, at one point I was asked um, by um, Yvette Lee Bowser had a new show at NBC and they needed a, a person to do the voiceover and to write the copy. And I nailed it in a short window of time. You know that show, For Your Love? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yes, yes. Okay. So that series, I created all the promos, like tonight on NBC. I voiced them, I wrote them and they hired me and I ended up um, co-running an entire division at NBC, creating taglines for Saturday Night Live, Seinfeld, Friends, Frasier, ER, all those shows. It just happened. And uh, through that process, um, I got uh, uh, caught up in the whole process of also the graphics, the NBC logo and things like that. So after I left NBC, I've done it for everybody. I've done it for video games, Halo, PS2, Tyler you know, Perry features, hey, co- all kinds of correct stuff. Correct
2: me if I'm wrong, uh, Don. There was a another black gentleman named James, I, I think that was his first name, who was an NBC guy that was in the advertising part of that, was there? Because he was on a different world.
7: He might have been, um, we might have been in different windows. I was there from 98 to 2000, and then I left and started doing my own thing.
2: Good. Great, good. And now, can no, you, no. Uh, what about, well, Either one of you golf? I'm not a golf.
5: But go ahead, Mark. I grew up playing around the game. My father played it all through DC. I met some of the black golfers that were on the professional. The only one I didn't know was um uh, um uh, I'm sorry, and Pete. But I met I met Lee Elder. I met Charlie Ziffert, yeah. uh, Jim Thorpe, guys who were black uh, golfers on tour. I was telling people when people were talking about Tiger Woods, I said, I've seen black folks on the golf course. That's all I saw was black folks on the golf course. I stopped playing when I got, I got around high school. I just didn't have a love for it.
2: Okay. Don? My, um,
5: My wife
7: and I went with, uh, at the time when I was married with another couple, we went to a driving range and I had some, a couple of sweet spot hits and the guy said, Hey, you should go out with me. And my, uh, Uh, Exia, I call her. Uh, Helena, you met her before. We're still really good friends. She's like, I can see the look in your eyes. I'm not going to see you. Could you wait on this? I can tell by the look in your eyes that you really want to be doing this. And so I held off and I planned to wait until I retired. But I did buy a putter and to this day, I've only been out on a full course probably three times in my life. But in terms of putting, I've putted against some people who are long time golf players and I got some flow on them. They're like, How'd you get that good? And the way I got good is my stepfather told me to never touch his putter and his golf ball. And what I would do is I had to vacuum the living room every day, every day under the, you know, Jehovah's Sitness rules and do what I say. And I would vacuum the rug so it lay just like a perfect green and I would putt a couple of times and put back his putter and his golf ball. But that's how I learned how to putt in the living room. Okay. Uh, so- and I, I have a really nice putter now. I'll go putting with people. Not to putt-putt golf. I mean, on an actual putting green. Putting, putting
2: service, golf. So, Don, but, uh, is your stepfather Any day now. With, I'm sorry. Go ahead.
7: Any day now, I'll be rolling with Alex Thomas, Ingle Woods,
2: any day. Ingle Woods. Now, now uh, Don, <coughs> is your, st- your stepfather still with us? No, he's not. Okay, because I was going to say, child, all these stories you've given us, Child Protective Services is going to come talk to him.
5: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but to me, it sounds like there's some real love for stepdad and um, – you might as well let it go. Stop stop holding on to now, being rebellious. Here's a weird
4: question.
2: <laughs> I, can either you are you either you good at climbing a tree or climbing over a fence? Well no, at, at, at this I size I can't climb No, oh, I mean shit. when you were younger or whenever, mm-hmm. you know, I mean I could never do that. You could never climb a tree? I couldn't climb a tree. Or was well, you ever chased? No, not really.
5: <laughs> there was no trees in Chicago or Philadelphia or DC and Oakland. There's trees in Chicago. There's trees in
1: Oakland. The There's trees in Chicago. We climbed through windows. Yeah. <laughs> Fire escapes. <laughs> now, now I would think Don can because Don
2: is limber and and.
7: Let, let me tell you what I did. Um, when I was about nineteen, uh, the look in Oakland was the '40s vintage clothes, and I got a a, a double-breasted brown gabardine jacket, chocolate-colored buttons. Um, chocolate colored baggy pants, uh, orange cognac colored tie, wow. matching orange kerchief, what, what, on point clean. clean. And my boy had a, uh, a used Bentley. We went out, we went to the Edgewater Inn. I had to pee really bad. And so there was a short cyclone fence and I hopped over it and I was gonna hop back over to go wash my hands and I ripped my pants right in the back and I thought, because they were brown, my legs, my skin was brown, maybe it'll match, nobody will notice, but they could tell. <laughs> and I went to the been? bathroom and I said, I gotta be inventive, I gotta be different, right? And I took the orange kerchief and I fished it down into that hole and had like a fashion flourish hanging, like I'm gonna be different, groundbreaking, Oakland, orange tie, orange, like like yeah. material hanging down. And uh, <laughs> I was on the floor dancing, and this girl said, oh, that's cool. And then we went to the side, she said, um, uh, oh, so fun dancing with you, Don. But what? But what's up with the fucking tail? What's up with the tail? I'm like, there ain't no tail. That's a fashion floor. She said, No, that's that's a, that's a tail, brother. That's a tail. <laughs> so um, that's the last time I hopped over a
2: fence. Oh, all
1: right. And how old were you when you had that? When you did that? Nineteen. See that pimp, 19. That, that pimp shit with your dad wear it off. See, Played <laughs> in. came into effect.
2: Now, can how about spelling? Where you guys spelling? Can you guys spell?
7: I'm a spelling fool. Taglines, if I could just throw something at you guys real quick. Um, Creating taglines at NBC, um, my break off to be able to do it on my own, uh, there's a game called Shrek Super Slam, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, And that's the wording and and the spelling. Um, Shrek Super Slam was a game that uh, DreamWorks and Activision put out. And in the game, Shrek, Genji, and Fiona are all fighting. And they say you got to come up with a tagline for that. And they went to a bunch of big companies. But I came up with Shrek Super Slam Kick Some Fairy Tale. They were like, "Boom, that's it," and that allowed me to do that for a, a ton of companies over the years. Wow!
1: But that ain't telling us if you can spell.
7: Yes, it does because I can know how to spell fairy tale.
1: Okay, okay fair enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mark, can you spell?
5: Yes, very much
7: so.
1: Uh,
5: what do I I I, I um I embarrass our mutual friend named Speedy because <laughs> um. Well, anyway.
2: Well, that's not hard. That's not hard.
5: (laughs) No, because because he tries to uh, act like he knows. Never mind.
2: Yeah. Now, what about about swimming? swimming? I don't know
5: why he tries to challenge me on that. It's like, dude, you do not want to get in spelling contests with
2: me. I can't spell. What about swimming? Can either you swim? Yeah, I swim. I don't swim.
7: Hey, I got to go right now. Uh, No, I'm not. No, I I was trying to get out of the conversation about swimming. I'm not a (laughs) great swimmer. (laughs) You know who can swim, Lewis? Dave Williams. Oh Kenny, my cousin Dave I'm talking about. Crazy. In fact, he um double what's what's the brother's name? It's difficult to pronounce his name and we should work more on African pronunciations. The African brother who is now uh married or close to um uh the creator of Baby Fat who's oh,
1: uh, uh, Demi- oh.
2: uh Demi- oh yeah, Russell yeah. Simmons ex-wife. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, Yeah, exactly. I don't think
7: they're
1: together no right? Yeah. It, it so a, that d-
7: brother though, that brother right. uh, who was in Amistad. Right,
1: right.
7: Jaiman Hunsu.
1: Yeah, Jaiman Hunsu, yeah.
7: Okay, yeah. Um, Jaiman, the
1: D is silent. Yeah, Dave, were,
7: <clears throat> Dave was his stunt double diving off the slave ships in that film.
1: Really? Oh,
7: wow. And all that swimming that they had to do, that was Dave, believe it or not. Wow.
1: Dave, wow. You don't wow. know how to swim?
2: I know how to get from, edge to edge. I know I you know, I'm not saving anybody. You on your own. Right, right. Because Again,
5: we're city out. guys. You didn't go to like the city pools in the summer? I mean, really?
1: You don't know how to backstroke, breaststroke?
2: I just said no stroke. Wow. Um what what about an instrument? Either you guys play an instrument? We know you play one instruments by your mouth down, but any real instruments? In the 6th
7: grade, I was playing trombone. I was getting pretty good. I can I can play the congas to this day. My father was a great conga player and played with uh, the Escobitos and Taj Mahal and some other people. But in the sixth grade, I was playing uh, the trombone and my brother, because you had to rent, you know, borrow
4: mm-hmm.
7: an instrument back in those days. Mm-hmm. And my brother took the trombone to almost its full extent, right before it would go to the full extent and bend it across just to see what it looked like.
4: And my mother had
7: to pay for it. And so that was the last time I played the
5: instrument. That, you know, no. it's like different from the oh. Wow. <laughs> I came up attempting to learn how to play the trumpet or coronet, actually. And, um, and then I gave up on that and wanted to play the drums. And and I always remember that episode of uh, The Cosby Show where he talked about how you had to do the little magic bop, 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 bop. Right, and they was I know exactly what you're talking about, and I said, uh, if I don't get to the part where we can go boom, 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 boom play that, then forget it. I'm I'm done. <laughs> I didn't have the patience at 10 years old. I definitely didn't have the patience.
2: Now I'm glad I have uh, both of you on because I wrote, I made a note about so much talent that comes out of the Bay Area. I don't know what's in the water, but then when Mark started saying all the talent that came out of D.C., I'm like, wow. So, uh, what do you think that it? Why do you think that is, Mark and and um, and Don? Why is so much talent come out of, you know, entertainment, music, sports? I mean, Oakland is just incredible.
4: Oakland, okay. uh, go
7: go ahead, Mark. No, no, go ahead. You were talking about Oakland. Or DC. Okay. I, I really believe it has a lot to do with it being the seat of civil rights. A lot to do with uh, the first time people felt they could break through the Black Panthers uh, and uh, factions of the NAACP realizing they're being empowered out of the action taken there. People were feeling freer about fashion, about music, about empowerment. Uh, and I think that has a lot of root into why uh, it's the, the home of so much creativity and uh, sports that, that rather than feeling kind of shackled uh, mentally, as some people do in, in certain other areas in the country, it was an area that being with pride, power and defiance, mm-hmm. and by that people felt closer to reaching their full extent. That's my
5: perspective.
2: Well, I, Mark?
5: I, I would say to you, and I learned this when I first went to Oak, Oakland, is that it reminded me quite a bit of DC. Mm-hmm. Um, largely black populated. Yeah. A smaller town, it's not San Francisco, obviously, it's a smaller town, so I believe this part, and I just thought about it when Don was saying it, is that it's a more concentrated city, concentrated area. D.C. is where we had go-go music. Bands have come out of there, musicians have come out of there. People may not know, you know, Marvin Gaye, Pearl Bailey, my dad grew up with Pearl Bailey, Uh, um, 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 Johnny Gill, Stacey uh, Ladisaw, a famous artist that's come out of there. along with other actors and comedians. So I think it's just that small concentrated area that probably um, um, works within itself and you formulate that strong network and the business. And, and and we grow from that because it's just like a tight cluster of people that Don could probably name and come around at the same time to Oakland. And I named, uh, especially in the comedy game that came out of DC.
2: Yeah, Benjamin Banneker, of course, designed DC. So listen, I want to thank both of you for taking time to, uh, you know, I love both of you. Don, Mark, thank thank you you so much for taking your time. And, we, oh, do you guys want to give out your social media? I forgot about that stuff. The boss told me. To
5: give hey, real, it. hey, real quick, if I could say, tell Jeff to cut that gray out, man. Stop trying to look old. Now, man. see
1: that? That's see, interesting that's because, see, see, y'all yeah, still Jeff, trying to live. Jeff down. is so full of Jeff, shit. Jeff no. Brown said that it looked good. And he I'm liked wearing it. my gray. That's a badge of honor. <laughs>
5: Yeah, it's so full of shit. I'm going darkest brown today, so
1: I got an appointment at 1.30.
2: So
5: I'm getting... You don't act oh, You don't act like you got a great one anyway. Go
2: ahead. <laughs> hey, Do you want to, uh, Don, so, uh, social media, because I know this is your uh, your last week of going out. Is this?
7: Uh, actually, uh, it's going to be, uh, extending. going to come back in the new year in Berkeley, but then a very long run in San Francisco. And that's going out. It's uh, um, a one-man show about me uh, standing in line oh uh, to get my second vaccination shot and my booster <laughs> thereafter and i because we couldn't go out i waxed philosophic on all the memories and stories about uh going out from the past uh from back in the day forward as well as certain moves you can use to avoid get people to back off from you in line and standing in line just pretend like you're giving directions to somebody and say, yeah, just come around the back and swing your arm, and they have to move the hell back. That's so
4: funny. Yeah.
7: Uh, it's got a lot. It's got a lot of humor, but a lot of dramatic heart as well from all the people we lost. Oh, doing right. it. But that's at themarsh.org. You can follow me on Instagram at, at @donreedwow, and you can find me on Facebook quite easily. Uh, I don't really do Twitter that much. Yeah. But,
5: uh Those are Those are them. Mark. Mark. Mark right. And, and yeah, Don. Don, definitely. I I know we I, we're friends on on IG, so definitely hit me up. I want to see your one man show. Yeah, I do I've too. talked about it and then not not done it, and then I kind of didn't hear about it. I thought maybe you stopped, uh, but to know you've done nine is like trifling that I haven't seen one. But um, um Mark Howard, no joke on Facebook uh, and Twitter, and then Mark makes me laugh on IG.
2: Okay. Well, thank you it's both normal. of you, man. Uh, peace to y'all. Right. Have a good holiday. Stay safe, safe. holidays, man. Love y'all, man. Talk right, to you. Love y'all, man. Thank you, thank you for doing the Appreciate show. you, bro. Appreciate, Appreciate it. Later. Wow. All right. Don Reed. Mark Howard. Classic. That was great. That was great. Um, I'm Lewis Dix. Jeff Arnold. And what's the name of the show? It's in a man's world. <laughs> Mark told the women. Uh, <laughs> cook. So um, tasty, tasty. We uh, yeah, that was that was pretty. Twenty twenty
1: one. Twenty
2: yeah, and we're talking about um, mm-hmm. we're gonna make a transition, um, but before we do, because I the boss lady hit me up, and this is what's interesting. Okay, right. I whenever I text her, I can like hear her voice texting me back, because I text her and I said, <laughs> this is what's so funny. I said to her, I said, uh, I said, because I'll tell her, you know, who's coming on the show. uh, And I said, look, good morning, good evening, boss. I was thinking about doing this as a segment um, at the end of the show and calling it news stories from the boss's desk. You know, some news stories about Megan Stalin, Zach, whatever. And she says, or the poetist report.
1: Oh, wow. She named her. She gave her her own segment.
2: I'm like, so, okay. And and it was in all caps. Okay. <laughs> so uh, we're going to do that segment um, called. She said she has an intro, too.
4: <laughs> yeah, it's a little music. intro
8: yeah, that okay.
0: I usually I'm, use for the poetry.
2: Okay. okay. Wow.
0: 25% of the
2: got nothing yeah, like we'll that no I mean, graphics god, just, oh my god i know
0: i gotta make you guys a new intro wow. oh my god this is like and this we is... gotta stop using the james brown because it's giving me too many copyright. Okay, okay yeah We could, well if you we can come make up you, with some... we're gonna make you guys an original yeah
2: Where we you hear some bites from us talking and some of our get that would be cool i mean okay another producer just walked in <laughs> she doesn't walk in she strolls in this was a producer she yes yeah, she sheena that had that, yeah. that great question last week um she uh I'm I mean we'll never get chicken and waffles ever again. again. So what's but
1: happening on the uh the police report. report? Okay, let's go.
0: Okay. Um shout out to my bestie Sheena. She's in the building.
2: Hey, Sheena. You when know, we get really f- yeah, she just walked by again. She, she's so funny. Okay, go okay, ahead. Okay,
0: so these are stories actually that Lewis chose this week For
2: and the i guess, report. Uh, look
1: at no i i thought she was <laughs>
2: gonna keep one here. of them right. i didn't know, i didn't think she was gonna keep them all okay. right. i thought her and sheena would say uh no.
1: no
0: okay so what's his name um she said what's his name <laughs> trey lorenz
1: <laughs> tory lorenz <Trey> lanes. <laughs> tory lane tory lanes <laughs> what's his name tory lanes what's he up to now
0: well they actually started the trial um with him and uh, Megan Thee Stallion, Stallion. Yeah, Megan
2: Thee Stallion. Now, what did she... Uh, well, first, congratulations, because she
1: graduated, she graduated right? from Texas Southern. Yeah,
2: so congratulations to her. So what, yeah. what happened for us old people?
1: Well, it was allegedly that they was coming from a, um, a party with Kylie Jenner in the summer. And they were... Allegedly, they were dating. They didn't want one to know. And they got into some kind of squirmish or something, and he brandished a gun, and allegedly the gun discharged and hit her on the foot.
2: And the toe, like Eddie Murphy in um yeah,
1: And ha- *Harlem say- Nights*. Yeah, but she's saying <laughs> shot my toe. Yeah, but she's saying he shot her, and he's saying and something. he
0: probably and he did.
1: He, but he's saying something.
0: And he said, "Dance, bitch!" Yeah. Uh, before she got shot in the foot. So, uh, getting shot in the foot and make you dead.
2: Yes, <laughs> so got to get on a good foot. I know what's funny is, I, but, I um, said I told a friend. I said when I told him, uh, we're going to talk about this story, I was like, oh, I'm not really sure I want to talk about it, and they were like, she didn't die. Yeah, so I <laughs> so mean, all right. I
1: mean, but she put so, out a restraining order against him, and he violated that, so.
2: Yeah.
0: And the other thing was, I think when I remember when this first happened, that uh, Megan was trying to keep it low key, like she wasn't going to press charges charges. or do any of that. But he started going on social media.
1: Well, he's trying to clear his name.
0: Talk, talking shit. And then she was like, oh, well, well, I guess I'm gonna have to do what I got to do.
1: Right. But I mean, he the the thing that came out because um, he's facing a gun charge. As he should. Yeah, he's so, looking at... Yeah, but he's at, trying to say... He, yeah, he's he's, to say that. She
0: tried to protect him from that. Yeah, she was... You know, she he, did, but he kept running his mouth, yeah. so he got himself into that.
1: Because she was like, the gun was just in, in in the vehicle. Then he tried to throw it on security and say, you know, my security did it. And then, you know... These and, young boys are out of control, yeah. man. So, and then it just came back to where, like Porter said, that he just started going like, you know, when Megan did this and that, and she just came out and said, nigga, no, you shot me. And once she did that, you know it took a whole different turn.
2: Well, I hope everything works out, and she's safe and um and uh he uh, gets himself some help mm-hmm. as far as pulling out a gun that's not necessary
0: and um I guess speaking of domestic violence, you also bought this uh story up with the football player Zach stacy Zach um who claims that his Ex-wife or wife tried to set him up
2: or stage. Yeah, Jeff told, I was hanging out with Jeff, talking to Jeff, and Jeff's like, did you hear about this story? And I was like, what? What happened, Jeff?
1: I mean, from the video, it was just a minute clip, and she had the camera perfectly set up. So when he came in, whatever she did or said to get that reaction, she got it. So, and that's what you know social media blew up because he was I throwing mean, her across the I mean, room and- the way he smacked her, and he picked her up slammed her head first into the television, then he picked her up and body slammed her on the table, then he kicked her um, all in front of their five month old son and
2: that, and that was they- like he's like an NFL running back. Okay,
1: my thing is, even
0: if she did set it up, why you could have walked away.
1: Yeah, and that's the whole thing. And he's saying— You could have
0: walked away. Is it worth losing your career? Cause? Well, he was
1: already
2: out the league, so. Oh,
0: he had been in the league
2: him. for seven years, right? Yeah, I, I think it's the CTE it's thing. Man. I mean, but also he was saying—I heard him talking to the cops at the airport where he got arrested. Yeah. And I was, I was listening to that, and he was talking about that she set me up. Yep. And then she was like, how do I set some get my behind with? I don't, I don't understand how that's a setup. When you putting your hands on her, throwing her across the room.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, you know, she didn't deserve any of that, any of that. I mean, it's just, you know, whatever she did or whatever, you know, he could have just easily walked away. He didn't have to come over. Right. You know, and then telling his son on the way out, I love you, man. I'll see but you But he's right.
2: five months old. So, yeah. I, the good one, there's no good part about it, but
1: he won't remember that. Well, hopefully he won't. But then his mom. I either. mean, if but he's, No, but it's, see, that's the whole thing. You know, because social media now, so that will be around. So as he gets older, someone may play that for him.
2: Well, so he's eventually going. To, okay, yeah. like so that you know. seven years from now, so someone. I mean, okay. Well, when he does research on his daddy, if I mean, if he becomes a, a athlete,
1: yeah. I mean, it's, he's a young boy. I mean, I mean, but it's the you know we living in you know right now. Somebody in
0: the chat room said five-year-olds don't snitch. I mean, five-month-olds. <laughs>
1: I mean, but right you, you now, LA is hot right <laughs> now. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they go at it, you
0: Oh, and someone also said they want to see Jeff bring back headlines in health or whatever your segment you had last time. Well, first,
2: Yeah, okay. Health. Yeah, healthy. We I feel that. healthy. I'm 183. I just weighed 18, myself. Really? I'm one eighty three. I, I feel good. I get three times a week, I'm working out. I oh, don't nice. do enough cardio though. You're lightweight. I don't do you're what? 220. Yeah, I don't do enough cardio. And that's and then I I had a little heart thing and then I had to go to the doctor. Oh wow. And then they told me it was my heart was beating too fast. They put me on the E thing, whatever. E G. Yeah, yeah. And so then he said he didn't know what it was, and then they
1: might have a. I had
2: to I had to walk around with a patch. Patch on? On, oh, wow. for a week and they monitored it and they didn't find anything. He
1: just said... So is there anything special you want me to say about you?
2: No. So then he just, he just told me, like he was mm-hmm. a heart specialist, cardiologist. He said, you have to, uh, the heart's a muscle too and you have to work and out. You got to work it out, yeah. Because he, he put me on the treadmill.
1: Right. So, but you don't like to walk or anything. You don't like to run.
2: No, I, I, don't, I don't like running, but I do walk, but I'm starting to run at practice with the team. So I'm getting my, I'm doing but I my I walk every
1: day though. I, I do run in park every day. Me and Daryl, we we'll go up the incline. Okay. I'm
2: going to get better at it. So, and let us please, uh, guys, especially comedian. Well, everybody, uh, health is important, and we'll get that segment back to where about. I'm be, I have been taking my my vitamins of over fifty. I take those, and then I have really, and then I take supplements. You take. That? I take my vitamins, and then I take zinc, and I take. Um, um,
1: so you just won't listen to me and just like cut all that out and just eat healthy. So you well, don't so have to take all of that. What the Ooh, vitamins are drink, good yeah. and, and, and 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 vitamin D. Have, I take vitamin
2: which, D. I take vitamins, multivitamins, and vitamin D and zinc. Okay. And I talked to a healthy guy. He said that's what you're supposed to take because we don't get enough vitamin D. Okay. Because of our melon. and when we're out in the right. sun, we're supposed to get it, but it doesn't. But water us. brings
1: all that back, though.
2: I'm drink better drink at drink.
1: I've been drinking a lot of. Are you drinking crystal alkaline? White.
2: Yes. I'm doing it. I'm trying. Well, now I'm drinking Ralph's because it's on sale. No. Al- <laughs> I got
0: big bottles of alkaline water at the 99-cent store. Okay,
2: now I'll go get them. And it's so funny because every time I say something when Code 3 and I are chilling or something about a TV show or that the film is wrong or something like that, she's like, okay,
1: Jeff. Yeah. Okay, Jeff. (laughs) Well, Tiffany's getting like that, too. She's like, oh, you got me saying all of that. I hate watching the movie with you.
2: Um, So uh, you're supposed to not say her name. You're supposed to give her a different
1: name. She wants her name said. <laughs> Trust me. She wants her she wants it to be known not that. Yeah. She wants her name said. So. And I have no shame in it. So it's all good. She wants
2: her yeah, name she said. Wants her name, that is hilarious. All right, I ain't yeah. mad at you, Tiffany. Yeah, She's is, funny. Yeah. She cracks me up. She's yeah. funny. She's uh I remember when we were performing at the improv. Was it improv? Down in San Diego. She was that's so into the I show like, laughing. I, I was I like, you, you going to film? Oh, then she got her camera. Yeah, she got a camera. But I think she started filming herself first, then she yeah, had to yeah, flip that's it. that's what up. she does, yeah. <laughs> like... She's social media, though. Uh, was Be- that it? Oh. No,
0: before we get to uh, our caller, I want to um, shout out New York's new um, police commissioner.
4: Oh.
2: Yeah. There she is. She is
0: the first woman to leave the department. And um, she spent 25 years with the Nassau County Police Department and most recently served as Chief of Detectives. She grew grew up in uh, Queensbridge Houses. I guess that's where Nas is from, right? Right. Okay. Um, And she now lives in Valley Stream. And um, she loves to cook and hosts dinner parties for her friends. So we want to say congratulations. I hope I don't screw up her name. Keychent Sewell, New York's new police commissioner, and the new
1: black mayor. Yeah, but we. You think
0: it's gonna make a difference? Because no. to me, no matter who's in the police seat, folks are never happy with the police.
1: Yeah, and but she's got you know she got to dismantle that 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 broken window policy that they got going on in New York too. I've been reading about that, too. What is that? That's like when they really coming down on the black and Latino community, policing, like over-policing, stopping them for everything, you know, just walking down the street. They just pull you over. It's gone beyond the stop and frisk that they used to have. And that's what the new mayor put her in place so they can continue that policy. And people in New York have been trying, in the boroughs, have been trying to get rid of that. Because the black and especially the black men and Latino, they they targeted the most. Well, you just can't walk down the street and New York City police just pull you over for anything. Your pants. Down. Well,
0: she's from the project, so hopefully yeah, so that hopefully. that makes a difference. Yeah, and congratulations,
2: there. I mean, wow. I'm I'm sure when she was growing up, I mean, here it is. She's. Of the city and hopefully, but you gotta know your city though.
1: And if you, well, I would would think she knows her city. Yeah, but if you still for that though, you gotta like take into consideration, like, okay, this policy is not working. Let's come up with something. Well, now
0: she's in a position to help. We'll Well, see. To make a difference, we have a call.
1: Yes, call her.
6: Hi, Louis. Hi, Jill. What's up,
1: Seymour? What's up, Seymour? How you doing? not much. I'm doing well. Good.
6: are you taking
1: what's the brand name it's um you got them on you
2: <laughs> i haven't taken it yet uh and they're in my pocket i gotta Meritols. eat something. no wow. it's um it's a wise men or something wow it's a uh, do you know do you know if it's a
6: whole food vitamin
2: yes it's it's it's, it's a it's a top one because someone who's in nutrition told me do to you get feel that.
1: like this working
2: yes i'm i have good energy uh I, I, and then the zinc and the vitamin d yes i'm, I'm not sluggish so none of
1: that can just come natural Evidently not. Wow.
2: It's it's supposed to be natural.
6: Well, I, was okay. I was just wondering. if was What's the tone? It's going to You can go to Walmart and buy your vitamins, and some of See. that stuff is just, you're just wasting your money. Was yeah, wondering. no, no.
2: This is, uh, Duh. they they cost, it's at the health store. But it's okay. Not, good, good. Okay. The health store.
4: Um,
6: it's
2: like
4: $70. So
6: you Are take you all to bring TD, TDP back? Or what's going on with TDP? Well, he's still in,
2: TV? you know, he's he's working through whatever he needs to work through. He's, his, his seat is always here. Um, okay. But uh, that's, you know, we, we uh, you know, one monkey don't stop, no show. Uh, and, well, but, uh, hold we, on.
6: That's not the right attitude to have. We exactly. want so TDP back. No, I, I'm i with you.
2: I want him back. You but I
6: tapping into your inner Don't Green.
2: This is in a man's world. And man to man, I've spoken to him. He told me it was lowercase no. So that's better than uppercase no. Right, so. So when he's ready, he can walk seat in. He's still here. You know, well, so Well, let me
6: ask you this. Did you offer him a new shirt? You know he likes his shirt. <laughs>
2: Look, I offered him Did a chair. Offer? I offered him a chair in the space to come back and
1: be creative. But, but I next love time
6: him. You need to offer him a chair and a new shirt, Louis.
2: I ain't
1: offering a new
6: shirt. It, I you I gotta I, make it, you know.
1: Whenever he's ready and comfortable, he's he's welcome. Yeah.
2: So let's move on. Now you just did something I was reading. What did you you went somewhere and you couldn't do something, so you did something else. What?
6: I went to Cabo. Right. Oh wow. How That's was that? Kidding. I love Cabo. I like any place where it's nice beaches and stuff like that. So I just love the water. I'm a Pisces. But I'm you
2: couldn't work. do something. What was it you were which... I
6: wanted to whale watch.
2: Right. Oh, okay. But
6: they said it, the season doesn't start until this month. And so I actually went to do a snorkeling excursion, and I saw humpback whales on our way to the destination. Oh, okay. I saw, like, a mom and her little calf. It was so awesome. I am still just so excited and ecstatic about that. I love wildlife and marine life and stuff like that
2: all right and how's your so. family
6: um they're doing good i guess i'm really just kind of taking time out for chastity Lewis. you know everybody's family is not the same right. and i just want to implore other listeners if you don't have that close-knit encouraging family and it's stressful then do whatever you need to do for your mental health because actually i will be in turks and caicos i fly out on sunday and i'll come back on christmas
2: there you go.
4: All right, well, so I'm that's, I'm doing, doing you.
6: I'm doing Chastity. I'm doing Seymour.
2: Yeah, doing now, oh, you. is that your name, Chastity? No,
6: it's not. It's Seymour. Oh, okay.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's your vacation name, Chastity.
3: Oh, it's Seymour. A whole persona, a whole
1: different persona when you go yeah. Over there. Yeah, <laughs> that's,
2: yeah. Turks and Caicos is like, I'm Chastity, girl. I'm Chastity. I'm checking in. Who's Chastity. That? Yeah. Who's that?
1: Who's yeah. that? That's funny. I left Seymour back in the States.
2: That's a beautiful name. That's a beautiful name. Well, Ooh, uh, thank
6: you. Travel
2: safely. Thank you for always listening. And uh, we'll... Uh, Happy
6: holidays. Uh, you oh, too, and too. I want to say, uh, the Megan Thee Stallion stuff, supposedly she found out that her friend was supposedly messing with that little dude, and that's what caused an argument. I think they actually had a physical altercation yeah. They said that he was drunk, and I don't think he meant to shoot her, but I, the gun went off and she was shot in actually both of her feet.
1: But that was the whole thing, too. That was, you know, he wanted a threesome, and it was like, that was the- Why would drama. you want a
2: threesome when you got the Stegan Miles? The, I mean, the, the, whatever, uh, Megan yo, the style. Well,
3: you know, you know you little, and
6: men, little men always go too far. He's a little Why dude with a bad hairline. You know what I'm saying? He do the little <laughs> hair weaves and stuff like that. You know, he got issues.
2: Okay. Yeah, well, so I mean, you know. Don't yeah. we all? So thank you so much, love. Take take. Care. A oh, I I a happy over. holidays, everybody.
6: All right, thank you. All right, bye bye.
2: I said thank yeah. you, love. So Code Three gonna be like, I yeah.
6: love.
2: So I mean, you know. And
6: plus,
1: he
0: could be jealous. Well, because her career is has taken off.
1: Yes, yeah, I mean, ain't nothing wrong with a little threesome here and there. Uh, nah, nah I mean. uh, That was interesting. That that, that was
0: I was I was curious about that if they were in a relationship. I didn't know about
1: that well then it's you know it's so much to that story because you know they said she got upset because uh kylie was throwing it at him and all of that so i mean you know it's so much to that you know so you don't know what's gonna come out of it so i
0: could believe that
1: so
2: um that's so funny uh we want to i want to talk about um we were mark had mentioned it and jeff brown i think someone mentioned about all the people were losing and um uh, you know, this, I mean, D. Militant is the, the latest one. Um, and, you know, of course, Ricky Harris.
1: Well, think about <clears throat> a lot of comics that's not on that plateau. That's just the local comics.
2: Uh, what's that his name? F-
1: Downtown Tony Brown yeah, died. In Detroit. From Detroit. Yeah. Detroit. Yeah.
2: I, I remember yeah. him. I remember him doing the he funny thing. He got bit. some teeth. I remember doing a funny bit about how, why black people got to get a pastrami sandwich at 2 in the morning and end up getting shot. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we I lost laugh. him. I laughed so hard. I didn't want to laugh at it, but I did. Um, but, um, I mean, I looked up, I like, and my muse got me into this, looking up words. Okay. And I looked up the word death, and it's a noun, the action or fact of dying or being killed, the end of life of a person or an organism. And and comics say all the time, you know, I died up there tonight. He killed the audience. Yeah. It's interesting. Because I know Patricia O'Neill, when he did his Elephant in the Room special, he talked about yeah. that he wasn't going to live long. and Then he had the stroke.
1: I mean, now it's to a point now, you know, do we live, you know, you, you hear now, like after D. Militant's passing, you know, a lot of comics was texting me, calling me like, hey, man, continue. You know, start living your life. Live life to fullest.
2: It's interesting because nobody texts me.
1: <laughs> yeah, they was just like, "Yo, live your start living your life, man." You know, the next day is not promised. The next night, and like we've been knowing that for a while. Right. I mean, it's just all coming to you know. I,
2: I mean, because I think about because a lot of people on Facebook are so dramatic when they they because they do all these tributes to him. They were doing about how he was special, and I remember when. Ra- Robin Harris died. That was like the closest comic to me that when right, he died. When, right. That that, that 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 got me and right. and um, I I, I handle death differently in the sense of I'm like I know well, uh, you know somebody's gonna die. I'm not. I
1: kind of think you make a joke of it. That's your way of it.
2: That's my way of dealing
1: with it. Yeah. That's your way
2: of dealing with it. I I come hard.
1: Yeah. You you know because I think you you know I didn't
2: do it with Robin
1: though. Yeah. You did. Did I? Yeah.
2: Yeah. What did I say? I just, uh, come,
1: you just like you just, you, Your first thing was, I was like, okay, well, we're going to see we're going to do baby kids now. Oh, right. <laughs> we I have
2: did, a call. I did say who's going to do baby kids next. And we then I said, you? well, I guess, because he used to always fall asleep. <laughs> right. And I remember saying, yeah. well, <laughs> I guess he ain't waking up today. <laughs> yeah, that was wrong. Hey, caller. What's
8: up, man? Hello. You guys, you guys all right? Yes. yes. Okay. <laughs> this is D-Calls, man. How you guys doing? Hey, hey what's, what's up, up D-Calls?
2: How you doing, man? How you doing, man?
8: I'm chilling, man. Hey, I miss you guys, man. Last time I talked to Jeff, he talked to my uh I'll take this son and uh he was talking about the, the popcorn and hot sauce and right. everything. Right. Yeah. But I got I got an issue with these people out here talking about, you know, because you got gray hair that you out of the game and all that kind of stuff, man.
1: No, the thing is
8: I Do you bet, have gray hair? Yeah. I started going gray because of my granddad. We start my I'd rather go gray than go bald because you can color it at the end of the day, but I'm not doing that. But I started going gray I think I was like thirty one or thirty two. Wow. You know what I'm saying? But that just that's just what it is. But that that takes you out of the game because you start no. going gray?
1: No, I that's just what people wanna you know, they wanna put on it. I, I look at it like this. We as black people, when you ask their age, we are ashamed for some reason to expose our age.
2: I think it's the individual too, because I'm yeah, I'm, just, I'm weak yeah. like that. I mean, I just it's don't like have when the... you
1: ask somebody their age, they be like, oh, "Why are you asking my age?" You know, I embrace it. I'm sixty years old. I yeah. think that's you know coming from where I came from, Chicago, and I know you joke about it all that time and all that, and then interacting with people that's relocated, the youngs that relocated from Chicago out here now, yeah. and just seeing them and just talking, they say, damn, OG, you 60, I'm trying to get that age. You know, all the shit that Man. we had to get through to get out here to where we are. It's a blessing. I mean, because yeah. right now, what people don't know right now is that I tell people, you know, like, you know, you can't, back in the day when you was talking to a girl or woman and you're trying to get to know her, one of the basic questions you were asked in the relationship, you know, to inquire about a relationship to see if they were special, is like, "What do you see yourself in two years? What do you yeah. see yourself in five years?" Five years. You can't ask yeah. that question anymore because you live in moment to moment.
2: Yeah. Well, when and, I was talking to her back then, I was like, "What you doing later?" Exactly. <laughs> but still, but I mean, Get but that. you can't, but,
1: you know, and especially now, L.A. is a hotbed right now. L.A. is a hot yep.
8: spot right but now. But the thing is. Why? Because because you got gray hair, you you out of the game or whatever, man. Nah, I'm, I, I'm at my job and they call me old school and and OT embrace that and all that. Embrace that because
1: you know they got to get to where you at. Like when I'm on my I, job, when I'm I'm at, I'm, I'm not that great. I'm yeah, not but, that great. But that's still that's still that's that wisdom and that's knowledge coming out. Like when the young motherfuckers tell me they like nigga you old, I'm like, well, how old are you? Mm-hmm. I'm 32. I'm like, motherfucker, that was a good age. 32. Facts. I'm 33, 34, 35, 36, 37, 38. You got to get there. You know, yes. how many you know how many threesomes I had when I was 32? Motherfucker, like, you can't, you know, so you got to, you you not have uh, uh, that. How, why, how did you
2: put that into the conversation? You can
1: always inject About that. About yeah.
2: 32, then how many threesomes I had. Yes,
1: because at 32. You really you're talking to a guy and you put that in there. And a female, too.
8: Yeah. That's but weird. They, no, man, it's they act like when you get over thirty five, it's like it's gone and all I'm like, nigga, are y'all serious? You just starting to begin to embrace life and all that kind of stuff. But well, we, you know we did man? it too though. We did it too. Yeah. Coming up. Yeah.
1: When I used to look at my uncles and my neighbors and I'd be like, Oh man, you a old motherfucker and now it it hits hard and it rings that bell. Because they say, Nigga, I'm fifty one. You gotta get there. Hey Dee Cause so look,
8: me... look look at uh-huh. No, That's I want right.
2: I want to ask you a question cuz you how long have you been married?
8: Uh 15 years.
2: Now you you guys have one one child? What? Yep. Now your son is how old? Uh,
8: thir- uh 14 13. Okay. 13 13. 13. So you say he's autistic, right?
2: Yep. Let me ask you a question. Yep. So when when you and your wife he got diagnosed, how how as a man did you comfort her?
8: man uh because i had two previous children i didn't know how to deal with it because i never had that type of situation but i was like you know what we're gonna get through this right we're gonna get through this man because I, I i never experienced it because because my other two they were good you mm-hmm. know and i was like man um he didn't start talking till he was like five but he understood everything that I talked to. And he just couldn't communicate verbally. Right. You know? But now he's a beast in this music, man. You know? But he just embraced everything and I, he watched me as uh, uh, his father. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah. Now, so do you, but, did you learn, what are some of the things you learned about yourself as a man that you feel that you're better for
8: this? Man, that I had to be patient because I used to like be mad and go off about certain things. I'm like, dude, he's not understanding this. But then I had to, you know, do some research on, you know, this this type of, you know, situation. I was right. like, man, it's, it's simple so, to me, but it's all new to him. Yeah, fact.
2: Yeah. Now, did you, when you're out, when you were out in public, did you learn how to? Check people in a in a different way, or or did 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 you mature that way? How did that come about?
8: No, he he didn't he didn't do anything. The only thing that we would do, like if we went over to somebody's house and it stunk, he would say, "Daddy, smell like doodle in here." I'm like, dude, you, hey, you, you, can't, you can't, yeah, you can't do that. But yeah, that's the way arti- artistic people are, man. Yeah. And he he didn't understand that. I was like, dude, oh, come on, man, you, 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 you can't do that, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, daddy, it's sick. So you know.
2: Now, what's his name? Jordan. Jordan. So did you um have in the thirteen years? It's gotten, I mean, because I follow, follow Holly Robinson, Pete, and she right. has an autistic son. Yeah, yeah. Has It's gotten better for uh, autistic children and their parents? Is more resources?
8: Oh, yeah, man. Way better, man. You just have to, like I said, you just have to pay attention to your child and find out what they do. Because I still do, hey, man, tone and delivery. But he's not like that as far as, hey, Dad, I'm just telling you no or yes, but it's just how he says it. Right. He he doesn't mean it the way he's, you know, projecting it to me or whatnot, man. I'm like, hey man, hey dude.
4: Yeah.
8: I ain't that dude. I'll knock your ass out, man. He's like, no, Dad, it's it's no, I'm just saying no. But it's just the way he comes off.
2: Now, no, now, now how does the education is he in a public school or a private school?
8: Yeah, he's he's in public, man, but they, they pull him to uh to a side on certain things. Okay. And he doesn't he doesn't like it. He doesn't like it cuz so he's like that. I'm not I'm not that dude. I'm smarter than that.
2: Okay. So did you have to sure. have more conferences with the teachers or the head of the school? How did you guys Oh yeah.
8: Yeah. Yeah, you definitely have to talk to the teachers and all that and they'll give you a guidance as far as, "All right, man, what do you have to uh 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 this is what where he is and this is where because you know, they're on that no child left behind type thing." Right. And I don't, you know, back in the day, you know, when you flunk, you flunk, nigga shit. You just flunk.
1: Yeah, you, you staying there, you stuck in that fourth grade.
8: Mm-hmm. Facts, yeah. And they're not doing that these days, man. So, you know, they'll just pass you. And I'm like, I'll go to the school and like, no, man, if he's not passing, he's staying behind. Right. But they're not doing that. They're not doing mm-hmm. that these days.
2: Now, if you were, say, if you, if there's some brothers now who are fathers and their son's autistic, what advice would you give them? knowing what you know now that could help them process this or, or get better? Man,
8: just stay in their lives. Learn them. Study them. Just talk to them. They'll tell you, and then you can reach out because a lot of times, man, they'll just give you a controller and just let them play PlayStation all day. And you you don't know nothing about them. But the key, what they're doing.
1: But the key word or, is what you also said, too, is you gotta, you, you have to develop that, too. It's patience. Mm-hmm.
2: What's yeah. one of your proudest moments for Jordan with you, for you?
8: Oh, man. Going into into the st- – man, this is crazy. Going into the studio and he okay. does Apple, everything that's... that I've done yeah. as far as turning on my – my turning on everything, learning, learning my password, getting in, and doing a beat.
4: Okay. Mm-hmm.
8: Make Making a man, I'm telling you, I was watching the, uh, the, a football game and I heard him in the studio and I said, Wait a minute, man, that's a demo. He said, No, that, dad, that's me.
2: So and that, he was
8: 11, he, he was 11 years old.
2: So his gift is music.
8: Yes, he watched me from the time that I started uh, having him in the studio with me. I thought he would just want to be in here. With, with, with me, with, uh, with his dad. Thanks. But he was learning and studying chord uh, progressions, all that kind of stuff. Crazy, crazy.
2: Wow. Well, you know what? I, I want to. Um, first of all, I want to thank you, from a male perspective and a father's perspective, for for being the man that you are, Because yeah. that that takes a lot of depth to love your wife, love your son, and keep that family together. You know, and yeah, still man. and still maintain who you are. So for Some patience, yeah, Jordan is lucky, and and we're lucky to that. You know, you're part of uh, listening to us, and I want to much respect. Have a great holiday, and thank you, man. Stay oh, safe yeah,
8: out there. Yeah, Where you man. calling from? Where you at? Man, Fort Wayne, Indiana. He's okay. gonna be on. Um, his music is gonna be on. Uh, Steve Russell. We are working with Steve Russell from Troop. Okay, right okay now on uh, Amazon Prime, he's got something called Day Ones on there which I have two tracks on there, and Jordan is working on uh, three tracks that's going to be on the si- uh, second season. Okay,
2: well, cool. definitely, uh, if you could hit us up in us so we can play it. Yes, sir. All right. Thank you, d Much respect. All right. Say hi to Jordan. Yes,
1: sir. All right, man. All right.
2: Now that's, man. That's, I mean, I don't know. We all have, like, you know, our Sydney, she didn't have enough oxygen, and if she had been survived, we would have had a special needs
1: child. And... See, if I was gonna be cruel, I was gonna have a joke for that. Don't well, go, go ahead. ahead. No, I'm good. No. I would never do that. No, I would. Good. No, I know. That's he the he talked about your daddy. That's all right. I'm good on that one. <laughs> Look at her instigating. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that
2: was, you, might as well put, you might as well put a stick <laughs> on my shoulder and say, knock that off. He right. must have had that
1: shot. Like, nigga, he talking about your daddy, <laughs> daddy. nigga. Oh, Get, shoot him in the toe. Oh,
0: someone yeah. wanted to know in the chat room, um, before you, when you guys were here before, you had some challenges, Jeff, with your son. How is your relationship with him now?
1: It's still the same. It's pending. Still the same? Nothing has changed? And, and, you know, he came by... Um, we had, like, maybe a, a brief 30-minute conversation. I mean, but it started off wrong, though, so.
2: What do you mean it started off wrong?
1: I mean, he came by, and he's like, you know, if you feel the need, I, I just came by. If you feel like I should apologize, for, I was like, yo, hold up. You're starting off wrong. You're starting off wrong. And he was just like, well, I mean, then, you know, some issues came up that he felt that I wasn't there, which was not true. Um he felt that I should have been there more for his basketball, which I was there for his basketball.
2: Well, I can contest that. Yes, you were. So, so he, he was, needs to. You know, but so. you know what? Hey, everybody. We we all have. Yeah. I look at my son sometimes, and I'm sure he has, and my daughters. That Peyton was telling me last night that, you know, uh, uh, that her and our mom, me and her mom, need to learn how to talk to Lewis differently and all this stuff. And I was like, all right. Because well, her and I have great conversations. Him and his mom, okay, but, you know.
1: Well, I, you have some parents that still, you know, they coddle their kids up until, you know, they just, you know, they always in their kid's life. And, you know, and I know his mom me. is mm-hmm. in his life. I mean, she's constantly there.
2: I'm not so, deep in it, but I see what you're saying. I, I yeah, definitely so, agree with you. I mean, you know, you got, uh, at
1: some point you got this, like, you know, he's 25, he has to figure this relationship out now. He has to figure this out, what I mean to him and how important I am to him. And, and at he this will. Point, and at this point, I'm not on his radar. And I'm, you know, no, I'm not on good. Radar.
2: No, I'm not. I think there's certain examples. Do that
1: you think
0: he made a, a good effort by coming by, or do you feel like it was a he waste start, of time? No,
1: he started off, but it just, you know, it was just his approach. He felt like, you know, he was doing me a favor by coming by. And I'm like, you got to understand something, you know, like, at the age that I'm at now, you know, I tell people, you got to understand the difference between four, a four-letter word, two four-letter words, a want and a need, you know. I may want you, but I don't need you, and that's the thing. And I know some people still, to my mom to this day, you know, it hurts my mom when my mom is out here and he doesn't contact, it. and, then, you know, and she'll text him or she'll call him and he doesn't reply. So it hurts her. we well, I have to see my mom cry for her grandson, you know? And then my mom gets upset because I've instilled my dad's attitude. For when my, my dad had the attitude towards my older brother. When my You know, my dad's attitude towards my older brother was like, fuck it, I don't give a fuck. If you don't call me, fuck it, it's on him. Well, I, we, we we have different opinions my on that.
0: My dad and I fell out for like uh, three months, and... um. And Bishop Don Juan took me to lunch and he told me, he said, you need to call your father. Like you're you're the child. Yeah. And um, you would feel so messed up if something happened to your dad and y'all were tripping like over nothing, really. Right.
1: He said something. He has some great words because someone asked him about his daughters. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yo, you're not in your daughter's life, but you're doing it. And, but he said what you said. He said, yo, you got to understand something. I'm their father. They need to reach out to me. Right. Yeah. And I so he them told them me
0: that. Yeah. He was like, you know, call your dad. He goes, because if it was me, I wouldn't call you. Yeah. I, wouldn't call, I wouldn't call none of my kids. if They're well, not speaking to me. I, but, I, I think... I I don't necessarily agree with that, but I did call my dad that same day and we squashed it because you just, it's just not
2: worth. No, it. No, it's not. I think you're wasting. Time. I think you you're wasting valuable time, time and
1: because and and and. But the that, greatest thing is, I see, I see a lot of his friends, and his friends come up, and then they say, "Yo." You know, I don't know what's his problem. Yeah, but it has
2: nothing to do with it. It's you yeah, and him. I don't care about his friends. It's you. That's yeah. your seed. But yeah. we go, but we, that's not a good subject for us to talk about. Because I have you, different opinions. Yeah. And I think you should, you know, keep reaching out to him because Julius is your boy. And and he's going to need you and he'll, he'll realize and that. And we
0: have a call. I'm sorry I had somebody on. Home, All right, so hurry sorry. up.
2: Call her. I'm sorry, I didn't mean it that way. Call her. Hurry up, call her. Hello? Hello? Hey,
7: can you hear
2: me? Yeah, I can hear you. Who's this?
8: This is
1: Sylvester. Hey, what's up, man? What's up, Sylvester?
8: How you guys doing? Good. good. How you doing, man? I'm doing good. I I, I bet Jeff don't remember me.
1: Hey, we remember you, yeah, Sylvester. Why wouldn't I?
8: Oh, because
3: it's been three years. Well, <laughs>
2: we we remember you because we just wrote your name down. Hey, Sylvester. <laughs> what's oh, going okay. on? How well, you cool. been, man?
8: I've been good. You all?
2: We've been good, man.
8: That's good. That's good. Hey, I got a question. I noticed you guys do your uh top comedian list. Where where were you put Jamie Foxx
2: on your list? Oh Jamie Foxx is a beast, man. Come on, Jamie Foxx is he's Jamie's in the
1: class by himself.
2: himself. Yeah, man. Jamie is Jamie yeah. is Jamie Foxx. I mean
1: I'll put him honestly, I'll put him right under Eddie under Eddie. Yeah, I mean he's
2: he's definitely a right. he's def- as right far point. as overall talent, yeah. you know, singing, okay. dancing, acting, he's a throwback. He's 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 a okay. Sammy Davis Jr. He's yeah. our Sammy Davis, Davis Jr. Jr. Yeah, he is.
5: Yeah. He's. Uh, hey,
2: what about this comedy? Oh,
5: his comedy. All the water. Yeah.
2: His all comedy's water. kind of his comedy's kind of uh, it's a mixture of that. He's not. I, I mean, stand up, pure stand up. He has to include the singing and the impressions, not just pure stand up subject matter, because he's more or less, okay. you know, that's. He's an entertainer. Yeah, he's an entertainer. So he's he does okay. he does more. Jokey jokes, he won't do any... He won't get into subjects or, you know, something like that. But he's...
1: But he's on... But if you spend $100, you're going to get get $150 worth of entertainment. You're going to leave. Even the ones who can
2: do great, pure stand-up like Dave Chappelle, they can't touch Jamie in the fact of entertaining you. Yeah. He can sit down at classical pianist. I mean, he's just... He's Jamie Foxx. I agree with you. He's the Sammy Davis Jr. of our time.
1: And I think, you know... Musically, if you take out the music the music, I think Jamie can you know, he can fuck with you on stage. No, if if think- he had, if
2: he just locked in on stand up, yeah, oh, he'd he, be a beast. Yeah, he's a beast. But he's yeah. I yes. mean he's
1: and he's a nice and
2: another thing about him, he's a loyal friend. Ask Speedy. And he's a decent guy. He yeah. always shows you love. Always he's never pretentious. He's always shows you love when you see him and you say hi to him. And he's not one
1: of those, you know, the motherfuckers that like that. That come out here and become Hollywood. Yeah. If Jamie sees you and he knows you, he doesn't care who he's around, his agents, his publicists, or anything. Jamie will come over and be like, "Yo, nigga, what's up, man? Yeah, he's, he what's going love. on with you, yo?"
2: Hey, Sylvester, we got to get out of here, man. Thank you for calling. Tune in uh, next week, okay?
8: Yes, sir. You know, every week, every week. I All might right. not call every week, but I'm watching every week. All
1: right, thank Glad you. Glad you. you're still listening to us, man. Hey, listen. Of
8: course, man. I gotta, you know, I got to talk, listen to the elders.
1: All right, Appreciate thank you, you. elders. I'll take that, man. That's a <laughs> badge right, so of listen. honor, yo. I'll take it. Hey,
2: listen, we want to thank Don Reed, Mark Howard, uh, Jeff Brown. For calling in. With the G. Yes. And
1: uh, we want to thank uh, D-Cause. And our new segment, The Poetist Report. So. Yes.
2: I want uh, we, we, <clears throat> to, we mentioned a uh, thing on Zach, Stacy, and uh, the Meg, Megan Thee Stallion. Or is it the Megan Thee Stallion. And um, domestic violence is a real thing. And um, if uh, 85% of women are victims of domestic violence, and during the holidays it rises up, I wanted to uh, put a number out there. If you're um, being harmed or abused and you need help, call 1-800-799-7233 or 1-800-799-SAFE, S-A-F-E. So it's 1-800-799-7233 or 1-800-799-SAFE. It's the National Domestic Violence Hotline. If You call that number, someone will uh, get in contact with you, and they'll uh, give you resources that's right uh, near you. So please, uh, and men, just keep your hands to yourself and women, and just walk away.
1: Yeah.
2: And uh, we, will, we won't be back next week because of the holidays, but we're going to let you know if we'll be back on the 31st to do that Christmas Day Eve show. And, uh, you mean New Year's Eve? New yeah, New that's Year's what Eve. I meant. Yeah. I'm sorry. Starting right. off, the, you know, M- more than likely. I let you. Like. All right, we're in. out. I'm out. All right. Peace. Peace.